battle's going to be a classic because, as you as you know, I've been pumping Marty Leslie for a couple of years now. Alamu! Oh, oh. It's very easy to be exposed as an open side if you don't have your mate up your backside. They don't build him like that anymore. Does it for me to tingle up the spine, the tingle in the loins? Messy me, that could have put him in Ward 4. I hope not, Bill. That's a maternity ward. Looked like a blind man in a brothel just left groping. <laughs> Welcome, sports fans, to another hey. edition of the Saddle Chat. Here at the Rugby Football Club. Um, full compliment today. Uh, Hugh, Hope, Yes, and Fridge. Um, Fridge, how's it going? You great, mate. Um, yeah, any, great. Good, any good yarns from the weekend? No, no, <laughs> we're not talking about it, okay? No, no yarns from the weekend, just dubs. Um, yeah, was what a turnaround was in the Colts. <laughs> now, good win on Saturday, Fridge. Yeah, it was good on the up and up. On the up and up, boys are, boys are playing well, but uh, I heard it was a good performance, too. Yeah, pretty clinical. Um, Enjoyable to watch. Yeah. Other than that, my weekend was great. Thanks, Zach. Uh, just, um, just chilled out. A bit cold, windy. It's real weird out at Polo. Yeah, awful place, huh? Yeah. <laughs> to play on the field. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I asked you how your weekend was, and you wouldn't wouldn't cheer. That was great. Your power chuck story is. <laughs> <laughs> It's that, that time of the, the year is international rugby is is kicking off. Must yeah. be exciting. Yeah, Maori rugby. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's all go. Yeah, yeah, no, just um um yeah, we obviously went to assembly on Sunday. It's been three pretty full on hectic days and like I mentioned in the message she was just cabin fever just stuck in this room trying to help the players and, and they were staggered over a couple of days, so Kyle's boys only got in today. So mm. um it was a yeah, wee bit of admin and but that stuff going on, I just thought, you know what, I need to just get away and catch up with the crew and reset, nice. decompress, and then yeah, get back in there tomorrow. Must be some sore bodies if they played in that final. The other yeah, time. there's a few, yeah, a few sore boys that rocked up today and, and tired as well. I think mm. they were pretty drained. So the, dusty. The blues, oh no, they yeah, lost the Blues boys got in yesterday. Um, yeah, they came and got their kit, got their photo with the Kodawai, um, with a bit of admin around SNC and. Medical and stuff, and then they just went straight to the rooms and yeah, Did you get a new it a night. Mm. Yeah, nice. um, yeah, and then, and then like I was saying, Highlanders boys turn up today, so yeah, they were pretty, pretty dusty. But um, tomorrow's normally a day off for the boys, but um, obviously, due to the Highlanders boys getting a little bit late, we'll have to have a session in the morning and then I'll get the rest of the day off. Yeah, sweet, awesome. Hope, bit of sweet last game of the season on Saturday. Yes, it was a really good game though. Probably my favourite game um, that I've played ever with the ponies. It was really mm. good, even though we lost. Mm. Was it, was it recorded? I don't know. I'm not Just sure. We, I don't think we've recorded any of our games that have been home games this year. Oh. Unless, um, like I think MSP and North record this. So yeah, I don't think we'll get that one again. Should have been there. And a, an emotional send-off for uh, Faye and... The phaser and Lucy. Oh, Lucy. The mana. A lot of mana there. Yeah, that was cool. Mm. Yeah, they were quite sad actually. Uh, they've always, they've still got two more weeks here. Mm. Um, but it felt like they were leaving on Sunday. Mm. That hacker. 
Mm. Can't but, get rid of her. She's in the gym tonight. Loving it. Yeah, she was leaving in Jan. New Zealand. Oh, she might just. Be I think she, in August she's doing a big trip around the South Island. Yeah. And then I think she might be back in December for a little bit, maybe. She was still in the I think that's it for her in the saddle for a while. She's emotional. Mm. Um, Good photos. Uh, it's come out of their game. Yeah. Uh, and at the end there, it's there too. Mm. Heaps of mana. A lot of mana. Huge. How's it going? Good. Good. Out of the dog box. No, no, all's good in the um, Smith household. No, good to be back. Um, as I explained here, probably just with rugby commitments at the moment, probably going to be a bit sporadic in terms of my attendance here. So, um, but good to be here tonight, get back involved. But um, yeah, might be sort of in and out for a wee while there. So, how are the young guns going? Have you had a group get together with Yeah, we have. Group? So, we had, um, so we picked our wider squad. Uh, so a squad of 36 last week, had our first training with that squad on or yesterday, uh, last night, which was good. Um, weather conditions didn't help when you're out at Jable and you've only got a small green room, but... Uh, which team is this? Uh, one time nine teams. Um, but yeah, and it's, it's good. official, we can name a few Patoni players. Yeah, yeah, all official, been posting everything online, so um, no, it's good. It's a um, couple of, well, four Patoni boys in there and Riley, um, Peter Larkai, Leighton Tarpa. And TJ Clark, a um, couple, couple others, uh, pretty tough. We had to say not this time, but that's definitely still on our radar. And I um, mean, if they keep performing, then um, you never know what happens. Injuries and form and that drops off, then um, no doubt they'll come in and, and do a job as well. But pretty tough, to be fair. So it's my first sort of head coaching role I've had and first time I've had to actually select the squad and bring around all the players and to all those ones that are unfortunate to miss out to yeah. the bad news. But... um. Which was pretty tough to be fair, especially on certain ones like, especially the potato, couple of potato boys that mm. missed out. But it is what part it is. of the job, eh? oh, honestly, it is, yeah. it is. But it's part of the job, and you have to do it, and you have to put all biases and loyalties aside sometimes. And there was uh, good feedback by the other coaches as well. Um, I mean, some guys I thought going into that selection meeting were going to be in there ended up not being in there, and mm. I'm sure the other coaches had the same idea around some players as well. But had a bit of bit of give and take there yeah. for a bit. But no, nah, happy with the squad. Nice. And uh, looking forward to uh, sort of the season starting up with that. Still a bit of light though, like uh, injuries and all that. Still opportunities. There oh, hundred percent. And that was the feedback that we gave most of the players that they just need to go back to club and keep performing. And yeah, there's always injuries and there's always guys that you know might pull out or we might not see that good a form from them. So. And how did uh, De Franey pull up after uh, lacing the boots up again on the weekend? Mate, he actually said he felt really good. So um, nice. played eighty. Holy yeah, so, How old is he? Is forty-two. He's 44. 44. Yeah. To be Damn. honest, he's in the best shape of his life, and I'm not kidding. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, he's, he's running around with guys at half his age, yeah. some that are less than half his age. Yeah. In every photo, he's like in a clean break or a. Yeah. Oh, he's. Or... And I was talking to one of their, one of their players, um, Sam Smith, who plays open side for him, and he reckons he's, he doesn't hold back. He gets quite feisty. Um, oh, as yeah. we all know, he can. He can uh, Get a bit of a hothead sometimes, and yeah, he hasn't held back. He apparently had a bit of a face-to-face -face confrontation with uh, one of the Norse, Norse players and got on up, up in his face and then ended up scoring the match when he tried that game as well. So, yeah, loves he a got bit the, the last half. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, well done to that, those uh, 19 boys. Geez, Riley and Pete, busy schedule for them. Yeah, very busy. Yes. So, they're, yeah, I mean, these would know the, the detail. Are they in camp yet or are they... Uh, our 20s boys, uh, the players coming to camp on Tuesday, so yeah. in Palmy, so uh, tomorrow I'll, um, I'll take off one hat and get up to yeah. Palmy with the 20s and then the boys come in. 
Thursday and yeah, we'll yeah, like with the one on ones and medical and stuff like that. And then yeah. once they get through the medical, then at least we know they can stay. They can, get their, they can get their kit. Well, no, they get, they get, they get, they get <laughs> um, no, they, they'll, they'll actually get um, a wee bit more kit than what the Maori boys got because they've got a four game campaign, oh. whereas the Maori's got the two. So, um, yeah, the 20s boys, um, it's going to be pretty cool to see yeah. some of the reactions to some of these boys. They're, they're, they're not going to believe their eyes when they Yeah, I was talking, back, talking to Pete about it. He's pretty excited about the kit. Yeah. It must um, be so cool, yeah. like being involved in any one of these teams. Uh, yeah, just around kit day. Hell good. Yeah, I wanted to nineteen. Just hoping I get a t-shirt. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is there any? This might be a silly question. Is there any professional aspect to the under twenties team? Is there any monetary? They don't sign no. a contract or anything. No, 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 these guys. Um, no, don't get any. Love okay. But but obviously, um, once you make the squad, um, you know, obviously they they looked after. Yeah. In terms of travel and accommodation yeah, and meals and everything, and they get yeah like this um, this large bag of outfitting. So yeah, so they, they get a, a, a fair bit of um, skin while they're away, yeah. but they don't get paid. Yeah. And Plus, if um, if they don't have an agent, they'll be agents hounding around everywhere on yeah. the field trying to sort. And honestly, oh, you know, yeah? since it gets like that, it's um been at the uh, national under nineteen tournament in the last few oh, years okay. and the Super Rugby under twenties one this year. You just see the agents all just right, it's like a group of them. Yeah, it's just they're Sharks. just circling and just trying to get the next best talent out. Jeez. League play, like league scouts as well come over, so oh, you know, yeah? real scouts yeah, come yeah. over and watch it, and they're trying to pluck. So we had a guy, Leo Thompson, played centre for MSP. He was a twin brother of Tyrone Thompson. Um, after that nineteen tournament, he had to sign with the Canberra Raiders Jeez, over there. Nice. So yeah, I mean it happens. So it's yeah. it's opportunities. Plus, if you make like the secondary schools in twenties. You're kind of well on your way to making like ABs and all that. Eh? Like if you look back at the past teams, you see all they all go on through the system and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I guess an example of that is the Maori um, assembly. Obviously, um, that I'm I'm, um, I'm with us today. Um, we've got 26 players in camp, and two thirds of them came through the 20s yeah. program. So it's awesome to kind of mm. like you know see the revolution and the development through. Yeah. It's it's we're clearly working. So. Yeah, and, and, and obviously, and couldn't supply. Named in the All Blacks last night. Supply? Mm. What, what national, uh, besides Mott, is he uh, full Mott? I don't know, it might be part cook. He might be my, but he's, yeah, obviously. Supply. Is that a Mott now? Yeah, Supply. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, he, um, yeah, yeah, uh, he was sitting there having dinner and, and we had the TV up really loud in the in the meal room. And, um, yeah, they went through and obviously Paddy Tripolot was named and then straight after that, Quinn. Uh, was just sitting there, just yeah, minding his own business, and got the shock of his life. And then his phone just yeah. went absolutely berserk, and, and the poor guy had to leave the room and, and obviously tend to numerous calls just on the back of call after call. So that was pretty cool. That video was pretty cool. Like yeah. Yeah. you could tell he didn't quite know what to do. Yeah, hard. Sort of feels sort of. Um, yeah. You see that uh, ginger blues halfback. Yeah, that video pop up today. Yeah, pub, that was yeah. cool as well. Imagine that. At the pub, you shout around, wouldn't you? Shout the bar. You have to. Oh man, you get on this, wouldn't you? Yeah. When, camp? when do they? they yeah, when, camp? Do they, when do they meet? When do they bees come to camp? Mm. Yeah, plenty of time. Two day bender. Yeah, it was strange kind of CCTV footage of that Finley Christie one. Eh? It was, yeah. I was waiting for a, I was waiting for a fight or something to break out. <laughs> yeah. um, we'll come back to you. Is quick shout out to Rehab Co. They do an awesome job around the club. You probably work with them the most closely. But just quick, quick shout out for them and the work they do yeah, around the club. Yeah, no, I've definitely got to shout out to Chris, Chris Marshall and Aaron Betty. Um, those two do it, you know, especially Aaron as well. Since seasons um, kicked off, season proper, just the mountain of work. Um, you know, they, they come through, they catered the whole club. 
Mm. So Aaron's here on Tuesday and Thursday. We we all kind of had a, a sort of a ninety minute window on a Tuesday. Obviously, sort of two game two days post the games. It's going to be a, you know, some things and sore bodies. Then Thursday, kind of cut that down to a sixty minute window. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's been he's been sort of exhausting. You know, at least a couple of hours sometimes on the Tuesday and much longer on the Thursday as well. And then he's part of the game day as well. So. Yeah, no, big, um, yeah, big, big shout out, kudos to those boys that do an awesome job and, yeah. and the rehab company. So thanks for your your work. Yeah, if you need some some rehab or some strapping or some, yeah, like I went to see uh, Aaron uh, on Monday, uh, Monday morning, eight o'clock appointment. So early. He's <laughs> out of bed, man. <laughs> yeah, no, but uh, man, for a small guy, he's pretty strong. Yeah, yeah, he's got strong hands. Strap that knee up. Uh, didn't strap it up. He, uh, he loosened it pretty, pretty oh, yeah. good. Bit of a massage on on, on the calf and, and hammy. Oh, Strava. Strong hands, yeah. That's three, three jobs in one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I warned him before we started. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's a big name, mate. He, he, he'd need to be a rehab after that. Yeah. I've just got this image of him like, yeah. Might need to get a crane and he's in a scrum position with the shoulder on the thigh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now, cheers, Aaron and the boys. Yeah. Um, you're doing an awesome <coughs> job. I love the old rehab, the rehab truck too, the rehab mm. van. Good little initiative. Um, Milo's back at the club too, so they're going through a lot of tape. And yeah. Double's pulling mm. his hair out. But um, no, thanks to the rehab crew. Uh, Prem Reserves, little college nights had they? Good to see them in, uh, rep- representing their colleges in the Blazers. Fridge, you had a few uh, few drinks with them? Yeah, had a couple of them. Um, Seal uh, and I uh, led that uh, Cordy. It was team drinks. And uh, yeah, yep, this one bonding session, and just absolutely no respect there for him at all. Just <laughs> it was loose, uh, no one was listening to him. Seemed he was pretty green around the, the sheriff kind of uh, role, but uh, no, they all had a good time. He, he ran That's a how you learn, though, I suppose. Were you special yeah. guest? Did you partake in the no uh, bonding session? No, I stood back, I was just there really just to make sure everything was all good and um, just lurking, yeah, mm. it was a. Good time they got on that. Um, what's that new uh tap tap B you got down there? Buck, yeah, they're on the buck. So, what the buck? Um, <laughs> <laughs> four trays, uh, cheap. If yeah. you're after a, a beer at a good price point, come down to the rugby club and grab a buck. Yeah, good to see a few guys that um don't actually play rugby anymore. <laughs> Turn up yeah. Cordy, like Johnson and TP, yep. been out in before. Yeah. I haven't seen him on the paddock too much. Oh, so no. it's credit. Johnson's at every game. Oh, yeah, he is. He's, he's a good man. Good on the gram, actually. Yeah. yeah no, yeah, no I mean, it. and that, that bonding session was really needing those senior guys around just to throw in the young ones. Uh, young Colin from Scotland. Yeah, Scottish. He's like him and Beaumont are up there together with um, quality. Oh, no good. Oh, no. Nah. Oh, maybe he's just a Scotch. Maybe, yeah. maybe he's a Scotch whiskey guy. Yeah. Not a, yeah. Just one yeah. question: Who's David in the blue team? Is there a David? David. Just have to think about it. So I carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Can you want to tell us who David is? Do you know who David is? <laughs> I don't know who David is. That's not. <laughs> no, good fun though. They had, they had awesome time. School yeah. uniforms and that's good. Yeah. Um, really shows the diversity we have here, eh, of the schools. Real mixed yeah. bag. Uh, yep, good mix. Dub C, uh, Herbs, Stream, Stream uh-huh. Bernards, uh-huh. High. Limos and Bernards. Yeah, um, his little, uh, I guess, brother-in-law's yeah. uh, blazing. It was a good fit, surprisingly. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
big unit. Need to get him down the club. Yeah. Um, next week, block out your calendar. It's going to be a huge night uh, here at the club with Blazers galore. Hope, Bizzing. Yeah, I'm really excited. It's obviously a few weeks late, but even eventually. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, it should be a good night. My family, my friends, and so and I think that Bill's fan is, is coming as well. So should be quite busy. Stock up in the bar, yeah, heck. Yeah, I can see us running out of long whites uh, that night. But yeah, next Saturday, uh, the last last round day next weekend, Wainui at home, and then big presentation back at the club. Some uh, club favourites, Blazers, old, old Bucky, long time coming. But great to see him get his blazer. Um, so, yeah, should be a great night. Um, we'll throw you into a little quick quiz now. Eh? Oh. Not even prepared. Yeah, just uh, prepare for a quiz. Only five questions. We'll whip through it. Whip. Whip it real We're going to whip through it. Question one. And I'll give you a point for each. Name the three NBA teams based in Texas. Trying to come up with that third team. Name the three NBA teams based in Texas. Question two. Duh. Who out of these three guys has scored more tries for the Warriors? Clinton Torpy? Torpy! <laughs> Mark Tukey? Tukey! Or Stacey Jones? Who has scored more tries for the Warriors? <laughs> Clinton Torpy, Mark Tukey, or Stacey Jones? Uh, <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, the Mitre 10 Cup. Amazing store, Mitre 10. Go check it out, Mitre 10 Batoni. Incredible spot. Hey? They're our major sponsor competition, though, so we don't... Uh, <laughs> my, but my question was, <laughs> what is the new Mitre 10 Cup going to be called? Oh. <laughs> Why do we invite her? <laughs> Um, before the um, Grizzlies in the NBA found a home in Memphis what city were they in? What city did the Grizzlies originate from? They're known as the Memphis Grizzlies now what city were they in previously? No idea
think about it. And final question. What was the last country in the world to be inhabited? Inhabited? <laughs> well, inhabited. To be inhabited. <laughs> England. To be inhabited by humans. say country last country here is it a well-known one it's pretty well known Sh should not last country in the world to be inhabited by humans pass to you left All right, name the three NBA teams oh, based much. in Texas, and it is, of course, the Spurs, the Rockets, and the Mavericks. Are they in Texas? Mm -hmm. Dallas, Houston, San Antonio. Houston, Dallas. Texas. You have to get all three for points? There's or? a point for each. For each? Yeah, point for each. Well done, easy. Who scored more try for the Warriors? Torpy. Torpy. Turkey. Or Stacey Jones? Torpy? The answer is Stacey Jones, oh, 77. Longevity, eh? And um, I didn't realise Vatuve had so many. 152. Heaps. Yeah. Stacey Jones is second on 77. I thought that was good, eh? I think it's Mannering. Not Mamalo? No. You know, paying Vatuve a, a key for each uh, throwing oh. <laughs> Oh, love you, Vats. Uh, hope ruined the number three. It is, it is of course, this, this, is, this year it's called the Bunnings NPC, which is disappointing. Remember to shop at Mitre 10. Um, it's a real win uh, for, for Bunnings. Uh. Yeah. I do. I don't mind how they've brought back the old NPC logo hmm. from the New Zealand NPC days back in the day. Yeah, huge for that. Uh, how nostalgic is the word like Warnfield Cup? It's one of the the great ones there in our own. Yeah, I loved in cricket the Benson and Hedges. Oh yeah, yeah that was another series. series. Yeah. But um, yeah, smoke free twenty twenty four is not our future. <laughs> um, the Memphis Grizzlies. Anyone get the city they uh, originated from? Vancouver. Correct, Eugene. Oh. The Vancouver Grizzlies. Bit of white chocolate. Is that racist or? No. I'm not. Oh, I didn't throw my jersey. I'm not all the teams from America. No. It's no. Toronto, Raptors. Oh, yeah. Canada as well. Mexico. Got the Tijuana. <laughs> <laughs> T-Rexes, yeah. <laughs> and the final question, what was the last country in the world to be inhabited by humans? Yeah, I struggled. New Zealand. It's New Zealand. Oh, oh, hey. New Zealand. Yeah. Positive. 
inhibited. Yeah, I think they came down. They dropped sweep off yeah. on the way down, yeah. But then I think, like, Australia and, like, Papua New Guinea was, came a lot it's earlier. Than... Continents. Is he got four? Four out of five. I got four. What? Tied. What did you get? I got five. Nice, oh. huge. What did you get? Hit? Five from five. No, no, no. It's out of seven because. Oh, of course. Yeah. You take that. Not bad. All right, let's crack into the results. Start with you, Hope. Spirited display by the ponies, but fell just short to a pretty strong north side. Anything to add? Any standout ponies? Rather not talk about it. <laughs> no, it was probably one of, but it was the best performance that we've had. Yeah. Um, I think we won the first half, like we're up at, at half time. Nineteen fifteen. Yeah. So. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. So gutted we we didn't actually end up winning that game. You watched you. Yeah, yeah. I managed to watch the first half um, before I had to shoot off, and yeah, I left nineteen fifteen, and I was in like the hissing. the ponies were hissing like, and I have to give probably give you credit. I hope like the work rate for you on that first half was outstanding. Like oh, the amount of tackles thanks. you're making and getting nah, around the field was was great. But um, oh, like it was North scored the first two tries, I yeah. think. Um, yeah. but then the the ponies come back right right back into it. Scored a couple of yeah. really good tries. They they are from a lot of good build up as well. Um, the ball handling was great, considering the conditions as well. Um, Lineouts were solid, scrums were solid. Um, but no, I, I, was, I, I was in the grants. Like um, the first half, I, I was thinking you guys were going to get ascendancy on them. But so I was pretty gutted when I shot off at half time, then checked tribe and seen mm. that you guys had lost. But you know, it is what it is. That North team's pretty good. They're, yeah. they're a big team, solid. But um, yeah, I thought that first half in particular was really impressive. What do you think we need, Hope, um, to topple these kind of Norse and Orish teams for next year? I think we just need to get our combos right. I think um, sometimes we have girls in the team who haven't been at training and it kind of throws throws off the defence more like distrusting each other. So mm. I think probably if everyone can you know, get to training or, <clears throat> um, yeah, just do, the, just do the individual stuff. That's really what we need to... Even like moves and clarity is hard to get when you, like you say, like yeah. some people don't come and then numbers struggle and that kind of thing. So just a bit of consistency, I think, would probably would get us there. Mm. Sweet. Yeah. Right, we'll talk about this resurgent cult scene. We'll go to Waz, I mean fridge. Forty one twelve. Oh, how good. Yeah, pretty good. Shout out to Waz. That's a strong Ori side too, eh? Some big units, some big rat tails. Yeah, some big boys, though. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, pretty close to full strength. Uh, all of the players available. Um, it's just good having, like, uh, Rory's playing some real good footy at night at the moment, and, and he has a good combo of TJ going, going as, as well. TJ's kicking game on said there was, was pretty clean, as was Rory's uh, from behind a ruck or a scrum. Um, and just some forwards are standing up big time at the moment. Mano's playing uh, heaps of carries. Uh, Brad Pritchard, Jake Beaumont. Ledger was our player of the day on, on Saturday, and he was just in everything, eh? Cleaning, tackling, 
uh, even carried it a few times for good yards. Um, and just being a bit short on, on the bench or forwards at the moment, like most a lot of our boys are going 80 as well, um, which is pretty good. And yeah, Lathan's half, but like everyone's just putting in shifts at the moment. There's a good gel um, and team culture there at the moment. Um, and boys, I guess you just enjoy footy when, when, you, when you start mm. picking up results and stuff. So, boys are not confident, but um, just, a re, I guess, reassured uh, in their own abilities and, and how good they can be. So, uh, next couple of weeks is going to be pretty exciting, yeah. I'm stoked for them bouncing back, eh? Like, yeah. disappointing first round by their own standards, and they'll be wrapped with how they're going now. Big obstacle this Saturday, though, of course, over you. Probably. They lost, though. Yeah. You got pumped yeah. by that. Uh, apparently, heaps of you guys are away. Yeah, Uni holidays. Yeah, yeah, Uni holidays. So. Of course, what's the bit they'll be back in time for? Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you guys on a run, so yeah. take them. Yeah. I see um, Jake Tainui getting some game time as well. Like, uh, he, he looked pretty good the minutes I, I seen of the game on the weekend. Yeah. Some good batting runs. So yeah, some good touch, touches, bro. And, like, it's been hard for him the last couple of years getting injured, like, long-term injuries. So to see him put, like, putting in big, big minutes and doing some cool things on the field, it's cool to finally see what he can do. Yeah. Good, um, good from Rory, too, if I'm not mistaken. Just missed out on that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that was one down. of the really tough ones was the Rory one. Yeah, um, good to see his puts head down. Yeah, he is. And that was, that was nice again, the message we gave him was yeah. just to perform. And um, I talked to Fridge, Fridgey about him as well, and he's Fridgey had a really positive thing to say around how he's been sort of leading that team at the moment. So, yeah, just got to keep going and chances could be there. Miss, you'll miss the Iron Horse this weekend. Yeah. Down Blue down Grants. south there yeah. uh, for the 21st. And uh, big shout-out to uh, Liam Macon. Yeah, congratulations. Yep. New dad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Little baby there, baby Jacob. Um, that's not Jacob. It's uh, Jackson. Jackson James Aiken. Uh, so congrats out there. It's really congrats good. to the Aikens. Yeah. Good stuff. Um, Premier 2. Uh, the blue team keeps rolling. Tough loss for the uh, Premier Reserve White. Anyone need to catch up with any other Premier Reserve boys? Said they're not. Any game chat, Fridge? Um, no, not much game chance, to be honest. High scoring uh, game. It's some champagne footy, 31 45. Yeah, cra- crazy. Uh, when he walked in, he was he limped in, he was very, very sore. Scored a good try, very crazy. He, I think he played a lot of minutes on his uh, return to footy. Um, yeah, the um, return of Jared Kahu was short lived. I heard he blew a calf, I believe. Yeah, oh, you're joking. Yeah. It's a real old person's injury now. <laughs> yeah. First few minutes of the game, he had to pull off, come off with a uh, calf. Unbelievable. Very good. Tough to put out fires with one calf. Yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> best, of luck, best of luck, JK. Ice up. See you out there soon. Um, we'll go to you now. Um, is not to be out at the polo ground. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think you just reaction there kind of sums it up. Yeah, look, um, you know, we knew what we were getting ourselves into, really, heading up to Pollard's. You've just got to, you've got to prepare because it's a niggly old trip you know, to get out there. It's just a, a tough place to kind of um, be able to kind of stretch out in the, you know, obviously with the change room situation. So it's, it's just really cosy, oh. um, you know, warming up next door. Um, 
in it, and obviously with the elements as well, it didn't really wasn't really conducive to unleash, I guess, the likes of the uh, Masons and your Sullies and that. So, yeah, we knew we had to go. There was going to be a dogfight, and it was definitely a dogfight. We um, we played all the rugby in that first half. Um, I think we were into the win, to be honest. Um, and the boys played really well. We were up 5-3. Uh, Sully scored a try in the, in the corner. And then literally on the stroke of halftime, a bit of a short side play. With, and it kind of it kind of broke down a wee bit because um, we sort of initially went open, then decided to go blind. And, and that kind of gave that left-hand side winger, a, I guess, a chance to kind of read what was happening. And intercept. Yeah. Intercept. Uh, he kind of bobbled it. We thought, you know, he, he was going to lose it on that third or fourth um, bobble. But he regained it. And then sprinted 50 metres. And... So the boys went into that was literally half time. So we went into half time down ten five after playing, yeah, really, really good footy in that first mm. half and the forwards really stood up. And then yeah, second half, same story. We um it was just a yeah, it was just a battle of attrition. Uh ten all for um a fair chunk of that second half. And then um we went up thirteen ten and then obviously really try to kinda um the boys muscled up for that last sort of ten, twelve minutes we were up. And, um, and for those who weren't at the game, um, I guess just to give you a kind of a rundown of what happened late in the game, um, basically with time almost up, Warriors were given a penalty 30 metres directly out in front, down 13-10, um, bear in mind. And, um, and we thought they might play for the draw. You know, both teams will leave two points, but they rolled the dice and they thought, no, we'll scrum it. The balls. Because uh, we, we'd, yeah, and you will probably agree, we, we had them um, at line-out time um, and around the park and really the, the only advantage they probably had was probably um, definitely a scrum time when Alex Feder came on for that sort of last half hour or so and yeah. just running a muck off the back and, and they kind of just, yeah, worked their way um, to our our, um, our goal line and then their last play, um, obviously the kick went um, out to poor old Boxy who um, I, I said to Fred on Saturday night, you know, that kick will be kicked another 99 times if you catch it, mm. but um, the one time... Um, he unfortunately bobbled it in the end goal area. They um, they pounced on that, scored the try, and mm. that's all she wrote. So, um, had we managed to hold on for that win, um, it would have kind of made up for the niggle that we had on Saturday because that pack down as well um, was was rough because it was hoeing down, yeah. and um, and then just having to kind of Tanner and I had about four or five trips out to both our cars to kind of um, get all our kit back in the car, and it was wet and it was like. If we'd come away with the result, it wouldn't have been as bad. Yeah, but because we kind of, yeah. and you know, look, the boys were pretty gutted, and, and obviously we were gutted for them. So it was a, just a just a rough old day. But yeah, obviously, well done to Aurius for playing to the 82nd minute when they took that match, but or took that took that result. But yeah, look, we've got obviously a couple of games to go, and hopefully we can finish strong getting into the yeah. Like to be fair, I thought it was probably one of the more clinical displays we had all year. Like some yeah. of the stuff that we were doing was really really good. We just didn't quite seem to finish it and then a couple of lapses like the intercept try before half time um, that was tough to take um, but in saying that yeah I thought the boys actually played well someone like uh, I was impressed with Naylor um, the way he sort of disrupted a lot of their line outs stole their line outs so we cleared up, cleared up to that during the week um, mm. with a bit of review and then boys executed on Saturday which was pleasing to see um, and then that last try like felt, felt for boxy um, like afterwards he was sort of asking me oh you know should I should have just let it let it go and I was like, yeah, but if you let it go and then the guy jumps in it, you probably look more like a, more of a dickhead if yeah. you've done that. So um, I just said it. I mean, he best the temp he's had. Um, nothing against him. No, no blame his way. Just one of those days where it was red and slippery. And to be fair, you said 99 times if they'd done it, Boxy would have caught it. But the other way around is that all these guys, probably 99 times probably would have spilt it as well. Yeah. But 
managed to just uh, grab it, score the try, and yeah, credit to them. Um, fought to the end, pretty gutsy taking the uh, scrum instead of the penalty as well, and Alex Fidel surprisingly playing at number eight as opposed to prop uh, for those last few minutes, but it made an impact when he came on. Fidel! Yeah, so tough one, tough one to take. Team deserved it, but hey, Ori's uh, got the chocolates in the end. Yeah, I, I thought it was, it was a real good game to watch. Um, it's not often I kind of feel entertained all the way through to the end in, in the game of footy, especially a wet game of footy. Um, but, bro, difference was that try before half time for me. Yeah. Um, I think if we just play time out or, or just do something a little bit different there, we, we get the dub. Um, job done. Uh, and then, like, the difference was, like, those two tries they scored, we created. Um, so that's a real positive there. And I know that's two losses back to back, but two close losses against top four teams. It's, it's pretty positive there for me. Like, I'm looking forward to getting into Jubilee round and seeing what we can do there, seeing if we can just turn these small small losses around. Um, still, bro, I said it last week, man, just the way we react to stuff um, when bad things happen, we've got to change that, eh? Because it's, it's tough on the, on the youngins and, and things like that. Not naming any names or anything like that, but if we can flush stuff a little bit easier on the footy part, uh, that's something that the Colts have had to learn and kind of get through this year. Just makes for a better environment and um, kind of team feel as well. So, gutted for the boys, but man, they played well. Um, yeah, real good. Naylor, amazing that line outside. It's real disruptive. Even when he wasn't being lifted, bro, he's trying to jump and, and be disruptive uh, that way. Yeah. Um, Zeke put another awesome shift as always. Well. Yeah. Playing some awesome footy at the moment. A mm. um, couple of weeks in a row, like played going up against Fui last week and then up against uh, Future Henry this week, who have sort of two of the more experienced and um, better scrummages and wanting to rugby, mean to do that and hold his own and probably, to be fair, outplay them. Um, yeah, big credit to Zeke. He's playing awesome there at Lucy Prop. Mm. Um, shows how tight this the Swindale round is. I mean, two close losses and we're down to seven. On the table, yeah, it would have been fourth if we had got that. Mm. That's right, yes, nice. Big tough week, so coming up. Um, the netball has had a, had a tough weekend, um, but they'll, they'll, bounce, they'll bounce back. But in exciting news, we've got a men's netball team entered in the uh, hey? the men's nationals. Sweet, yeah. Anthony Allen, captain, Kerry Fung, Malcolm Sam, vice captain, Manu Oliver, Jade Brown, Johan Gray, Mark Sutton, John Casey. Ati Kipa, BJ Kipa, and two more to be added. Managers Destiny Lynch and Amanda Smith. So go well, lads. When's that? Um, I don't have any dates. Just netball, men's netball nationals 2021. Cool. Welcome to the club. Yeah. See you in the club rooms. Um, it's time for some super rugby trans Tasman. <laughs> some super rugby chat. Who caught the final? Blues, break the trophy drought. Thoughts? Yeah, no, I didn't see it. No? No. Not interested. Really? <laughs> Not really, yeah. <laughs> I watched it. What did you think, Hope? I really wanted the Highlanders to win. Yeah, so did I. It's pretty close though, most of the game. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I thought the Highlanders were, were hard done by. Got a yellow card. And that was a deservative yellow card, but yeah, I think... Yeah, it probably should have been red, to be fair, yeah. if I was looking at the replay, the highlights. Straight on. Yeah. It was quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. But no malice at all. Like Ash wouldn't do anything like that. But um, direct contact to the head with 
force. Yeah. Pretty, I found it's pretty the, lucky, um, I thought. I found the Blues one too was pretty bad too. I know there was a little bit of an accidental element in there, but when you play a man in the air and he flips like that, it can end pretty badly. I thought, and they just got away with a with a penalty, which was, yeah, there were, there were some kind of weird refereeing calls. The touch he's getting yeah, involved in changing yeah. decisions three yeah. times. was Oh, was uh, Colin there? Um, no, it was your other mate. Yeah, Ben uh, O'Keefe. Yeah. Keith, a couple, couple changes. Sorry, sorry, just while we're on referees as well, I was meant to mention before, but I don't know about you, is, but I actually thought the referee on Saturday in the Prem's game, Brian McLean, I think was, thought he had an outstanding game. Mm. Um, his decisions that he was doing, the way he controlled the game for both teams was yeah, really impressive. I went up afterwards and told him that. So, you know, refs get a bad rep sometimes, and especially when you're in the losing team, it's pretty hard to be disgruntled. But, yeah, I went up to him and was full of praise. I know the rest of the, the Premier coaches were as well. So, yeah, just want to add in there. Shout out to Ryan McLean um, for that performance he put out there, and hopefully we get him a few more times this year. Yeah, and like people could talk to him as well. Yeah, just, you know, normally. Yeah, he was good, and he said afterwards he said he really enjoyed the occasion. He said both teams were it was willing, but um, both teams were really respectful and stuff like that. So I guess credit to both Ori's and Petoni and, and the referee and his assistants as well. Yeah, I saw um I saw on Club Rugby page um who's that shorter ref um he was refing Avalon and oh he's um thanks so, isn't he um Colts he's a premier ref. Oh, not. Yeah, the one that um, was like. Ben Burkle. Ben Van Burkle. He was the one that was, oh, you call yourself the Villagers or something? Oh, yeah, Mangan. Yeah. He was coaching Colts, um, the two on Saturday. Coaching or riffing? Uh, c- riffing, sorry. Yeah. Mangan. <laughs> Unlucky, oops. <laughs> but no, yeah, back to the Super Rugby, rugby final. Back um, to, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I did watch the highlights. Um, that's all I've seen. Um, Obviously, I take a keen interest in scrums and uh, new All Black De Groot seemed to have a bit of a tough time with uh, La Lala as well. Mm. A couple of times here, he got penalised and pretty much demolished. So hopefully, it's not a sign of things to come. But oh, I rate I rate the group, but La Lala's just a beast at the moment. So yeah, bit of a learning learning curve for him in that game. Yeah, De Groot though, how good? Mm. I'm pretty stoked for him. Yeah, he's no, been good. Awesome. He's been consistent. Yeah, no, I like him. Impressed. It was pretty much out of him and Aiden Ross. I thought Aiden Ross might have gone quite close. Yeah. As well, quite like him as well, but nice to have a bit of depth, a few younger props coming through. Yeah, I thought that kick from um, Yone from would have been 45 clutch, man, and then Plummer to do that one from the sideline. Oh, Jeez, man. um, great kick. There's a lot of hate on the blues on the social media, eh? It's weird. I see people, yeah, giving bagging them for celebrating their win and yeah. po- all their posts around their winning trophies. Like, mate, they haven't won anything in a few years. Let them have their time, have yeah. their moment. They're acting like a bunch of maroon supporters out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't know. You can't over it. You can't over celebrate. Yeah, eighteen years. Like, yeah. Did anyone break dance? They had a tornado. Give them a break. <laughs> no one broke dance, but I seen them in the change rooms after they had uh, someone on the top of the. Locker rooms was that that Ray Nuya? Yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, he was up there. It was pretty impressive. So William White was uh, <laughs> Tom Robinson was. Uh, he looked like he was going to have a big night. Yeah, big they, um, they finished strong over Blues. I thought um, Ruru coming on at halfback. They actually looked a bit more organised, a bit more steady. Like the amount of stories about the Crusaders that were here in the last week about not being in the final. Like who cares? You're going to make the final. 
What about something else? It's like if OBU don't make the final this year, someone's going to write a story about, oh, how does it feel not to be in the final this year, given that you've won the bloody thing for the last... Just saying. Have they been having a moment, the Crusaders fans? No, but the, the Junos are oh, the Junos. making it fake news. Um, shout out too to Kazuki Hamino for doing a minhaka, mm. oh, having an absolute, mana. having a blinder of a game, and then just seeing the hurt when the Blues scored that final try, and he just had the hands on the head. You could see how much it meant to him. He was just gutted, man. What a bloke! What a New Zealander! <laughs> It'd be my Super Rugby uh, rookie of the year. Yeah, personally, I think he did win it, didn't he? Oh, did he? A few prizes. I'm not sure. Are there any other Japanese players that um? play at the moment in New Zealand? No. Not sure. Dunbridge? Alright, just some NRL now. Yes, give us a quick round up. <laughs> Panthers, Panthers are back. <laughs> yeah, are back. All that matters is that the Panthers are yeah, back on uh, there. No, no, um, you know, it's good, good Good round, actually. Um, I think the Broncos got absolutely pumped, which was interesting because they've actually got two of the best props running around Gavin, like Matt Lodge and Payne Hunters. I think between them ran like over 300 metres doing a job and they got they didn't score a point. Like, they've got two front rowers who are just, you know, trying to create something. Um, unfortunately, they've got Carmichael Hunt in the halves mm. and yeah. this guy Tyson Gamble, his name is, it's... The Broncos are a shambles. Yeah. Um, and I think between the halves, the Broncos halves, they might have run eight or nine times. And yet Cody Walker for the Rabbitohs ran like 23, 24 times. Yeah. So he he ran three times as much as the opposing yeah. halves. So, yeah, so the Rabbitohs, Rabbitohs are, look pretty good. Yeah. Not, Why, not, um, Broncos are a shambles. Oh, yeah. Of all the young halves out there in, in New Zealand and Australia, why wouldn't you throw someone a contract like Michael Hunt's been a great professional yeah well they had a young halfback in Tom Dearden who they were meant to be the next big thing that was meant Mm. to be their halfback for years to come and then they don't play him at the start of the year and now he's at the Cowboys um same as Reese I mean Reese Walsh we know he's a fullback but he played 5-8 for the Warriors as well I mean he could have been an option there I think they're just this year they're just going to bide their time until Adam Reynolds arrived next year and I think Tony Staggs is due back in the next few weeks as well so Mm. maybe he might make an impact Matt Lodge maybe coming to the Warriors, perhaps maybe, as well. Yeah, Rumors, Tigers. So, Pangai. Walters is kind of, oh, and that's the thing. You know, yeah. Walters is, um, he's basically he's looking grunt, after Seabolds. <laughs> to be honest, he didn't really do much for Queensland, did he? Yeah, trying to care about the Seabold, and Seabold did the same when who was it that he replaced yeah. um, Anthony? Who was named as the guys at the Dragon? Yeah, yeah, they've just inherited rosters and. He's going to try and clean them out and hopefully sort them out next year. You know what Kevin Walter said this week? That don't count the Broncos off making a run for the eight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's he up to? Oh, Shut up. It's, it's, I suppose that's all you can say when you yeah. did last. And yeah. Try and yeah, keep the faith with the fans. Good Kevin Walter's fan, huge, so take it easy for you. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually not like it. Honestly, if he was still coach of Queensland last year, there was no way they would have won that series. I know Queensland were just lucky that uh, Bennett and Big Mal mm. took over. Mm. Don't rate him as all, at all as a coach. Mm. We'll come back to you, Ed. Could you just comment on how well Manly are going at the moment? Probably tournament front runners in now. Yeah, the Seagulls, yeah. It's amazing, eh? The beginning of the year, 
um, probably not really in anyone's top eight. But like I said a, a couple of weeks ago, I think Panthers, Melbourne, any you've got to go see Eagles, surely. Mm. I think they've definitely jumped in the head of the heels, and well, especially the Roosters after we saw on Friday night. Apart from that first 15 minutes from the Roosters, then they just crumbled. And Kerry just put on a clinic. Yep. Like, <laughs> to be fair, as bad as the Broncos were, I still thought the Tigers were actually worse. They were terrible. <laughs> Yeah. I saw some real bad stats, and in like 20 minutes of footy, they'd made like nine metres yeah. carrying or something. They just gave up. You could tell they just didn't want to be there. Ken Mabalo, yeah, like That game was 60 nil after 50 minutes. Same. <laughs> it was a 60 nil after 50 minutes. It was all up and out of play. Hey, what was the final score? 66 16 or something. Holy yeah. heck. It was 60 nil after 50 minutes. They Mab- should have put 100 on them. Mamalo will be asking to go back to Warriors now. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, those sprays on YouTube, that, that should have been the spray for that game on. Did you see the halftime speech show from Madge McGuire? He um he walked in there, took all of a minute. He walked in there and just said, "You guys have got yourselves into this mess. You, you get there." And he walked out with all his coaching staff and just left the players in there to just left the theme, which I, I liked. I quite like that because he's known for a bit of a spray at, at halftime. Yeah. Um, so you can't you can only do so many sprays before it stops losing its impact. Say? So yeah, I, I like that approach. Just something else. Get yourself out of it. Clearly didn't work, but yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. Jeez. And right. uh, the Warriors lost uh, as well. Yeah. Keeping the faith huge. I am. So Lesnick, he's going to make make a difference. Mm. Big Dallin. I can see uh, young Walsh getting a little origin injury. This Warriors mm. season could be over. Yeah. I feel like they're throwing him in the deep end a bit, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for the greater New South Wales, I don't mind Walsh getting injured. Uh, and... <laughs> the blues over the Warriors. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, bit of NBA. It's just gone nuts, the NBA. Everyone's they're dropping like flies. Yeah. Um, awesome game by um, Fridges' team, the Nets, but just fell short. Your favourite player, KD, just Biggest fell short. Build up. Biggest build-ups in NBA history, that team. Oh, mate, they were, it was an inch. It was a toe away from them winning the game. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. They lost in game seven, the offensive win easy out of any other team in this competition. Three of the <laughs> three of the what top five players in the league at the moment. Well, no, one of them. <coughs> One's running on half a league. Yeah, but matter, there's but two in the Lakers and matter. LeBron and Anthony Davis. Yeah, yeah, but not three. <laughs> yeah, biggest biggest flop of the year. Yeah. Just wants to rub it in for a Jay. Can, can you just appreciate this? What a series and what a game seven. Great series, time. great game seven. Incredible. Like happy as for the Bucks. Yeah, I'm happy for three of them. I, I'm not a big Clippers fan. Um, I, I would like to see the Jazz in that four, and then it would have been quite good. But uh, they like the Jazz. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, all the teams now except the Bucks are pretty depleted. It's it's the Bucks to lose. <laughs> yeah. Poor old CP3. I thought the stars were aligning for him, but now he's got COVID. He's out. Yeah. For the uh, foreseeable future. Someone's done that on purpose, though. You reckon? A little dart? Yeah. <laughs> COVID dart. I'd like to see the Suns win. For CP3. Yeah. Some, some great games, though. Some oh. great games have been played at the moment. Huge. Looking forward to that. Trey Young, they said he was a, a draft bust. He's he gone. gets absolutely rinsed, eh? Yeah. Like, people hate him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like him. He's a good villain, though. Like, he plays yeah. through it. It's good, though. It's good for the game. Yeah. 
Like you want if you're if you're not if you if you're not a New York Nick, you want to be hated by the Knicks fans. Means you're good. Um, the Euros is roaring on round of sixteen now, I think. Um, but we'll go through to hex facts. Got a few war facts for your bridge. Nice. We got a war fact, eh? The shortest war in history between England and Zanzibar only lasted 38 minutes. It's more of an argument. You wouldn't want to go down in that one, eh? <laughs> like no. 30 minutes in, go down, and then eight minutes later, everyone's shaking hands and be like, oh, jeez. <laughs> no good. Um, alternatively, the longest war in history lasted 335 years between the Netherlands and the Isles of Sicily. No one was killed in the entire war. Can I jump in with a, a cool war fact there as well? Yeah, just around that. Yeah. Uh, when World War Two finished, uh, there was a couple of oh, there was a, a group of uh, Japanese guys that went into, I want to say somewhere in Southeast Asia, um, to hold you know some ground, whatever, blah blah blah, and the person in charge or the officer, or whatever, said, "You guys stay here and fight until I come back and relieve you." Right, sweet as, and the war was over. Um, they signed everything off, but they hadn't heard of it in, in the jungle. So these guys kept fighting the locals and anyone that tried to come in for years, bro. And even when it got down to that last guy, um, they had to get the guy who told him, you, you stay here until I come and relieve you, because he didn't believe anyone until um, the original guy, guy come back. Yeah. And so he'd, he'd been killing all these people for years thinking it was just the enemy in disguise and all that. Um, so they got relieved. Yeah, um, yeah we'll show the actual facts. but well, yeah. I've, I've got the actual fact. That was my third fact. You've actually just <laughs> cut my lunch. Straight um, up. Yeah, straight up. Cool. But no, good fact. But oh, yeah, in World War II, um, uh, Hiro Onada, hmm. Imperial Japanese Army Intelligence Officer, um, never surrendered in 1945, and until 1974, he held his post. For 30 years in the Philippines. Mm. His former commander had to travel to Japan personally to issue the order to stand down. How did that? Big fan of cutting lunches as Rich. Huge fan. Yeah. <sighs> uh, <laughs> been cutting my lunch for years. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, a, and a last one for you. Uh, in World War II, uh, British soldiers got a ration of three sheets of toilet paper a day. Americans got 22. You reckon you could do with Three sheets a day, fridge. Well, I know those guys that are down here for a club room pose. <laughs> On a sad day, they, they wouldn't be able to do a three. Shout out to my mate. <laughs> Alrighty, what's grinding your gears, fridge? Oh damn, not even prepared. Do your homework, man. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what grinds my gears at the moment? And I'm probably it's probably rich for me to say this because I'm usually pretty bad on the sideline. All used to be and stuff, but you know how we lost on Saturday, and then just how like people react or like the bench react, and like they say kind of like rough jibes at the people like boxing and stuff. Like it's hard for me not to say something back to them or to try to stand up for the guys. And I've seen it a few times this year where they get real personal with the, the attacks and stuff. So that grinds my gears. Like celebrate, celebrate your guys and stuff. But don't kind of yell at the the guys on the field and 
Yeah. What stupid kind of shit? I'll just, I'll just chuck them there because I actually heard a really good, a really good one on the weekend from the Orioles bench. Um, Khan, unfortunately, missed, I think, two or three kicks on Saturday, and then Benny missed the one, which was fairly straightforward for those guys. It was mm. just the right to left. And after Benny missed that kick, which was the fourth one on the, on the field, and then he went to run back to fullback, and someone from Warriors goes, Logan Henry would have kicked those. <laughs> <laughs> and I, to be honest, nah, I, looked o- I looked over, and I actually giggled. And I tried not to laugh, but I just giggled on my breath thinking that was, that was class. Yeah, that's, good that's good yeah. band. Yeah. 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 That's a good band. That's a good one, yeah. Yeah, no, put I, down. yeah I, I was, funnily enough, I was gonna, that was going to be one of my grandma, grandma gears as well, was the reaction after. Like, uh, and it's not just like even after our one against Pornicky and with some of our boys carried on a bit, I didn't quite like either. And I know they they got spoken to about that as well. But yeah, if you win a game close, celebrate, jump on each other, cheer who, whatever. Mm. But don't go along and start rubbing guys on the head and stuff like that. Like no. on Saturday, I know Cam got a bit of a shove in the back straight after that try, and there was a bit of an altercation in the in goal. And um, two, some of the older guys like Poissa Poissa, and that's credit, he told his boys to get back and get yeah, out of it and that, stuff yeah. like that. But just, you know, go celebrate with the team. Don't have to run in. The same as when there's a, um, you know, you get a good scrum and like, the whole rubbing on the head and stuff yeah. like that. I hate that. Nah. Um, come back to bite. So under 19, a couple of years ago, we were playing Canterbury in the semi-final. And um, our prop went on. Uh, just got on one scrum and we got a turnover. Bit him, but the Canterbury scrum was, uh, I think they went on to play NZ20s after that. And I was like, oh, damn, here we go. Next scrum. Our scrum actually got demolished, and he was just laughed at the whole time. And then the rest of the game, he just got absolutely destroyed. So, don't do it. And if you do do it, at least try and back it up. Mm. Just send yourself up. But uh, yeah, yeah, I don't like the cock a hoop after a game, eh? Yeah, don't need it. Yeah. Like especially that Super Rugby final as well. Could have gone either way. Either team could have won it. Like, but yeah, I mean the game on Saturday always like yeah, they deserve to celebrate. And jump all over each other and be excited because I mean I would if it was the other way around, but mm. yeah, way to do it. Yeah, good point. Fridge you know what grinds my gears. What grinds your gears? You yeah. know when you get your like your um your car registration or your user your diesel K's and it comes in the thing and then you rip off the thing and it's got the serrated thing to rip, but it never rips there. Oh. You always rip your thing in half. You can like tape it together and then put it in your car. It's not just that, it's everything that comes out of it. Yeah. So there's a rip here. And you just, yeah, never rips there. All these rips in the wrong place. Mm. <laughs> uh, Huge, what's anything growing in your gears? Apart from the other one. Besides um, us, us last week. <laughs> uh, that was right. Actually, what growing my gears? So I'm pretty old school. <laughs> so, you know, I, yeah, I, I did miss a, a date night to come to the club, but. Then later on in the pod, um, you gave me, me law credit for missing rugby to go on a, a date weekend. Back in my day, I'm pretty old school. You huh? wouldn't. Yeah, you did. You but, said you could learn from it, Milo having a romantic getaway to Tokyo. No, that's good faction from you. Missing, yeah, missing rugby. Like, I'm pretty old school. Like During rugby season, it's rugby season. So you should be there for your teammates and playing rugby each week if you're, unless you're injured or something like that. So yeah, that, that's what grand grind in my gears was, you know, don't give credit where it's not due. Yeah, I no, that's good. You hold for it accountable. <laughs> <laughs> Something grew up my gears on Saturday. Um, obviously, we went down on the rugby. <laughs> yeah, there you go. We there. went down on the rugby. It was a pretty tough pill to swallow. Um, yeah, but obviously, you know, when, when obviously, I mean, when you're at home, you you like to look after your reserve bench and make sure that you pick up any tape and Powerade and cups and whatever. Yeah. Um, and especially when you're away, you want to make sure that you, you know, obviously you sweep the sheds and whatever. But your reserve bench, your 
we're generally the last ones to leave that year kind of makes you pick up any you know any uh, any any rubbish and stuff that's left um you got to. have to my friend here to the left fridge um <laughs> was eating an apple on saturday and decided like a third into the apple i've had enough of this and just proceeded to just leave it uh oh. on the yeah wedged into the it's an apple unbelievable yeah i know but look i care about the earth and so I'd like the nutrients to go back into the earth. Yeah, so due diligence, I, I picked up yeah. the apple, and uh, when I dropped fridge off on Saturday night, I left it on his front lawn. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. No, I, I, didn't, I, didn't. Oh. I threw it out. Yeah. I should have. I should have. I was like, I haven't even seen it. <laughs> no, nah, there was my bedroom. No vomit in your car after? Saturday night. Uh, just yes. yeah, three, three, three days. Just three days later, oh. still hovering around. God, that grinds my gears. Anyone who jumps on the car is giving me a funny look. And just thinking, wow. <laughs> <laughs> if only you saw what I saw. Um, yeah, but no, no, we're right. We're, we're getting there. Yeah. Shout out to Regan McKillop. Sorry about that driveway. Yeah. That's right. I've kind of off. It's all good. <laughs> um, Fridge has got you down for another All Black story, is or. Have we run out of stories, or you got one for us? Um, I'll probably share this on on the Insta um, interview earlier in the year, but I, I just yeah, I just want to share this because um, it's intriguing to find out where these items are all these years later. But um, I think I we spoke about Jerome Kano on um, at the end of the World Cup final, um, and I remember as when the, when Andy Ellis kicked that into touch was it him or kicked into touch or was it Beaver? We got the penalty. We got the penalty after we were kind of mauling them, and then we kicked it out. And then the bench emptied. They sprinted on. The management did the same. And then I was thinking, I looked at the other alley at the moment. The liaison officer were thinking we're going to run on. And then I remember looking down, and there was a ton load of gear still on the bench on the on the side. And I was thinking, people are just going to jump those horns oh, yeah. and just yeah. So I'm saying, reserve jackets and analysis gear, medical stuff, like just a whole range of. And I said to probably mate. We could, we'd just got to get this and stuff in the, in the, into the change room. So we were literally on loop. We probably did about six trips each, just grabbed everything and just into the change room, come back out. And then once we did the final, the last thing's left was that the last thing left was a water carrier that had eight power bottles on it. And um, and I was going to take that in. I thought, no, no, I'll just take it out because, you know, the boys probably want to, you know, get hydrated. I mean, not that water was probably going to be their first option after four years, 24 years, actually. Yeah, since the last World Cup win. Anyway, I went on. And then I just found that during the whole celebrations and then the um, ceremony, and then we did that walk, that kind of lap of honour around Eden Park. Here I am still holding blood water carrier with eight power bottles thinking, you know, the guys that want to drink it. And then I just had this idea because I always carry a vivid in my pocket because I just, for some reason, love to... Tagger. I don't have that. Because you autographs, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not that. I just love to sketch. I just, it's just that. I just do. And I thought, and I was working with Jerome, and I said, bro, I've got an idea. Do you want to sign these bottles and then we'll toss them into the crowd and i thought and he was like yeah sweet so i just remember as we kind of every kind of 50 meters we walked i'd pull a bottle out give it to him with a vivid he'd sign it and then he'd toss them into the crowd and well honestly like when you throw it and you see that happening there's rows and rows and rows like you know it just feels like a couple of hundred people hoping that they'd catch it anyway we threw these eight bottles into the into the crowd and i it just i always wondered like who has these bottles mm -hmm. like 10 years later now 10 years mm. since it's a real health, and, health and safety issue bringing these bottles yeah, it's it's a bit, yeah. but it'll be interesting to interesting to find out you just can't do that in the covid climate throw a used drink <laughs> <in the air. laughs> no, no you can't yeah 
I'd love to have that on my mantelpiece. And I would love to. Uh, I wish I had held on to one of those bottles, but I'll drop. I'll, I'll drop. Uh, drop a message for you guys. <laughs> Man. <laughs> on that, has anyone ever actually got anything and things been thrown into a crowd? Have you been a lucky, nah, lucky one again? Never. Even clo- I've never even been close. Nah. More just bottled the, the from t-shirt. Behind. <laughs> the t-shirt guns too. Yeah, yeah. Always have high hopes, but never happen. The old chip or popcorn at the movies. I'll teaser. Nice. Alrighty. Thanks, S. Another good one. Who's ready for some gambling corner? Ah, oh, ready to put my house on it. Um, now, um, if you guys, you know, feel free to chip in to our gambling um, fund. Oh, oh for seven now. Oh, for seven. <laughs> yeah, what's seven times six, Fridge? 42. Well, that's how much I'm down. So, yeah, feel free to chip <laughs> in, guys, if you, if you want. Um, let's go. New South Wales. What do you think is going to happen in the cricket? Draw. Washed it. out shame. Washed eh? out yesterday Last again. Washed out, yeah. Was it going to be a sixth day? Out? Disappointing. They had a reserve day on Wednesday, so let's oh. make up for that first day. We would have won two. What day is it now? Four? Five? Yeah. How confident <laughs> How confident are we at football? Yeah, Stay not, away? Not very. Get in there. Right, let's play it safe. Let's get a dub on the board, eh? Yeah. Should we just try and recoup your money? Yeah. No, let's go for it. I'm <laughs> going to go first. Czech Republic, England. England are paying 150. I reckon you say. Czech Republic are good, but they're paying nine bucks. It's just the odds of a draw. Yeah, you know? that's the thing, though. Yeah, draw's playing $4, though. So. Cheeky draw. Why don't we choose three games and put a draw on all of them? Football games? That's or not gonna, yeah, that's terrible. That's <laughs> not good betting. No? I'll come back to you, Fridge. Suns Clippers. Suns are paying 146 Clippers 265 Probably Clippers to bounce back, to be honest, even though it's on the win. With no Kawhi. Oh, true. Yeah. Still no CP3, though, eh? No. Booker's Booker demolished them last time, yeah. yeah. And the Clippers got a playoff baller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've got... Yeah, they've got yeah let's go Suns head to head. Okay. Um, huge. Bucks, Hawks. Game one. Game one. Ooh, Bucks it at? are 132. Hawks are 325. Whereabouts? It'll be in Milwaukee. <sighs> yeah, Milwaukee. That's a sweep for me. It should be, but the Hawks, nah, have, been, sweep, the Hawks but... have been real just annoying. They just won't go away. Who's the league? Queen's a woman, New South Wales woman? Queens are woman hot favourites, 151. Yeah. Go with them. I won't agree to that. New South Wales woman, 240. Mm. We'll go Queens. Yeah. Okay. It'll be a tough old one for me, and that's for sure. <laughs> I 
not sure if silence is good for a book. Panthers, Eels is Panthers 130. Good game. Oh, yeah. Panthers without. That's not bad for a multi. Panthers on there. Will they be with or without? No, they're without. without. Um, but kick will be back. They gave kick a week off. He's, he's he needed a week off. Mm. He needed a week off, so he'll come back. Crichton will still be around. I still think the Panthers will get up. Mm. Yeah. They'll be bored by that. Is Leota back? He should. He should be. Fridge, NZ Warriors versus St. George Illawarra Dragons. Oh, Warriors $1.69. Warriors. You sure? No St. George had a good one. Is the wiki? Yeah. Can we do a bit on the Samoa? Yeah, Maldi. Yeah. Samoa 12 and under. Nah, definitely Maldi All Blacks. Yeah, well, I don't think 40? British and Irish Lions versus Japan. Sunday, 2 a.m. Definitely the Lions. Yeah, the thing dollars for the team. Yeah. Here we go. There's no... Um, Point spread? There's no All Blacks. All Blacks are playing this week. No, it's Māori All Blacks. I mean, sorry, Māori All Blacks. There's no bidding option. Race! It's the next rugby game is... I haven't seen the Samoan team have a good good squad. Mm. Jack Ham's here. Uh, obviously, it's Massey, one of the local boys. Um, but it's interesting, there's so many other Samoan boys running around mm. um, who aren't in the All Blacks, who obviously haven't pledged allegiance to. I can imagine that Samoan team like Mike Zalea, um, DJ Payone, you know, mm. and that. Like, there's so many other. But, mm. You know, whether they're just... Um, yeah, Vince, what are you up to? Still throwing What's Vince up to? Vince Assel, yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, the Māori, yeah. I mean, gosh, the Māori should be too strong. They've got to flip that rule, eh? So you should be able to play for your country of origin or family and your country of residence if one of the countries is a third-tier nation or second-tier nation. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, they got to loosen that up. Yeah, I don't mind the league rule that they have there if it's done by tiers and if you can't obviously jump from a tier one to a tier one, but yeah, I reckon it should be yeah, relaxation. Like, I just find it, it just seems stupid that you can change allegiances by playing a sevens tournament. Like, it just, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. How would props change? Yeah, exactly. So, it's just, it's, <laughs> I don't know. I just find that That's weird. a good so point, for it. Yeah, They, should just, they should just relax. They'd relax be so good if someone ran on a prop just to get the cap for a. Uh... Oh, they, they should put out about four props just to show how ridiculous it is. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no betting odds on the uh, NZ Maldives, sorry. But uh, is seen as you were so good in the French game last week. Dupont. Toulouse, two bucks, La Rochelle, dollar eighty-seven. again. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's finished. Uh, I'm going to go La Rochelle this time. Toulouse won the last one. La Rochelle, yeah. They stay on their wagon, eh? Yeah. I really like them now. Yeah, Victor Victor. La Rochelle. I'm a, I'm a La Rochelle man. Geez, that South Africa British Irish Lions tour is coming up quick, eh? First game's 25th of July. Should we chuck something on that or stay? I've got no love for South Africa away. at all. Why? Don't just believe him. Believe in us. Super rugby. All oh, right. Mm -hmm. 
replay them in the the what's what's it called? What's the date today? Look, rugby championship. Oh, it's next month. Yeah. Not waiting that long for a result. Eh? No. Seven league multi only paying eighteen bucks. It's only gonna make us one ten. It'll get us out of the red. It'll get us out of the red. Seven's a lot though for that, that much return. Yeah. You get that much return for a three league multi. Yeah. So that was Gambling Chorus uh, Corner. Sorry about those. Uh, gambling Chorus. Gambling Chorus. Sorry about those awkward silences. You'll get that when you're uh, nose deep in TAB. Um, All Blacks. Just been announced. Everyone happy? Who missed out? Did they get it just right? Anyone there who doesn't deserve to be? We'll go around. Huge. Yeah, I mentioned it before. I thought Adam Ross should have gone close, I thought. But... um. And saying that, the props that they picked were uh, reasonably good. Um, obviously, Peter Munger Jensen wasn't in there. Um, pretty hard, though, I guess, if you're playing club rugby in Wellington to crack the Ball Blacks, which I know we've all talked about that was surprising. He wasn't playing more Hurricanes yeah. minutes, so um, pretty tough. It's, that's bizarre, that one. Mm. Do you think, is there like a behind-the-scenes issue or something? Yeah, not too sure. Um, and I thought... Uh, and correct my pronunciation if you like is but um Fainganuku. Um I thought he must have gone pretty close as well. Um been playing some pretty good rugby, can cover wing and centre reasonably well, so pretty tough, but I'm pretty sure he'll he'll make the ABs at some stage in the future. But yeah, apart from now I thought it was a fairly straightforward squad. Um the guy that done the announcement, who was he? He's the new um chairman. He didn't do too should bad on the pronunciation. He did pretty well. Yeah. He, he almost stumbled on one of them, just trying to remember which one it was. Yeah. But he actually... Aaron Smith. Really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Carl, Carl's last name is tough. Yes, how do you do that properly? Tuinukwafe. Uh, Tuinukwafe. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, like you tried... Yeah, for me, Lester was probably the, the one that I thought they would have been... Um, they might have been keen to see, because obviously losing money... Uh, uh, Hensel and the Browns obviously favouring a bit of a shoulder mm. of an injury at the moment. Um, and I thought that would have been a perfect opportunity for Leicester to, um, to run out against Tom and Fiji mm. uh, in those games. That would have been, yeah, like, like you said, he's, he's going to be an all-black one day all going well. But um, I think this would have been a perfect opportunity to, yeah. to see what he's got because he, he's a he's a big winger, can do a job on the wing, but he's shown that he's um, equally as capable in the midfield too. So. I guess with that and with um, Anton being out, there wasn't um, an out-and-out 12 mm. in there as well because you look mm. at like, Braden Enor's a centre. Um, Havili can play 12, obviously. Yeah, he can play anywhere right. in the back line. But yeah, um, then apart from well, that, at, Rico's yeah. a centre. Yeah. Um, Quinn's pro probably that 12. Yeah, 12 as whereas well. Leicester's yeah. probably a bit more of an outside centre more than anything. So yeah. probably the reasoning, I'm guessing. That's why I'd, I'd, I don't understand why we didn't lock up Lomapi in the first place. It's mm. ridiculous to me. He's one of the best twelves out here. Yeah, but mm. the thing as well is that is what Nani said is obviously is um he just brings something different. Yeah. He's a point of difference. And you know, the likes of Enor and Bennett Brown, I mean they're they're probably both those guys out in that thirteens. But you you don't get that look my that's just got that leg drive, that yeah. ability to kind of break 
any defences. Mm. Like he's going to bend the line, really, but he might yeah. break the line. Yeah, often. Yeah, and unfortunately, we never we never really got to see him kind of mm. get that opportunity. You know, Ma sort of was tried, and then he was on the wing, and then stuff like that. But you know, but once he once he proved that he was a a twelve, I don't, yeah, unfortunately, he didn't really um, get that opportunity to kind of submit that opportunity. Yeah, I, I felt the same to a degree about Fikitor as well. I thought he didn't get as many opportunities as, as he should have to try to lock down a, a midfield spot. No, I got Nani slightly ahead of him, but still. Yeah. I thought Braden Eno was injured too. No, he's, he came back towards the tail end of the season. Oh, okay. um, still, he's done well to get in an all black spot after a pretty serious injury. I've seen a few comments on um, online um, around... TJ Peranada not being selected. Um, do you just want to clarify that for some of our listeners that might, in terms of so, oh, 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 so with Brody and um, Bowden being selected, that's because they're technically on sabbaticals. That's true, so they didn't actually break contract to do that. Um, whereas TJ actually finished his contract, went to Japan, and then re-signed New Zealand rugby and still hasn't played professional rugby back in New Zealand. So that's why he was ineligible. Yeah, yeah. Cool. That's right. Sweet. So okay. it wasn't racist. No. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, I, I guess Finlay Christie, Christie's kind of, um, I guess, you know, he, he's obviously been able to pounce on the opportunity mm. presented with uh, Bridges Man below Pukatawa. Maybe fallen over in a year and out for the year. Yeah. So he would have been more black, eh? Hey? I'm just pissed off because he didn't do a job for us at, at the Canes. Yeah. And then he goes up and does an absolute job for the Blues. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's had a good season. I suppose, yeah, he's next in line, I suppose. Oh, he hasn't, you know, I wouldn't sizzle a sausage. I mean, like I said before, I thought the Blues looked a lot better coming home with, with Ruru on there, a bit more organised. To Toiro Tahirirang, he's really dropped down the uh, yeah. picking order, hasn't he? Mm. Uh Tava though should should feel a bit um not sad for himself, but like he's an all black if he doesn't get injured. Yeah. Why do teams take three halfbacks? In case one's falls over and you can put someone else in there. Yeah. But like with with Brad Weber and Aaron Smith were pretty Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Game, one of yeah. one of them gets injured and then you have to bring in someone fresh, at least you've got someone there that can that knows all the calls and there's not gonna be a I mean, if someone pulls a hemi on a Friday captain's run and you have to bring someone in, that's pretty tricky to learn everything overnight. And if you like, for example, if you pick a squad of 28, for example, um, you need three half picks and three hookers. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they, they're, they're, they're really specialist positions. I mean, yeah. you know, you get props that can cover both sides, you get midfielders that can play both, yeah. you get wingers that can play both, you know, back threes that can play all three and blankets as well. But mm. yeah, you need specialist hookers and different same, same, like, I know on a smaller scale, but even last week with the under 19 selection, it was the same thing, like, what our split was in terms of how many forwards you take and how many backs you take. And yeah, that's when the sort of guys that can offer that flexibility and play multiple positions comes real handy, mm. which is quite good. That's why I'm really like having David Harbilly in the squad that can play literally everywhere in the back line. Um, he's going to be pretty crucial, I reckon. Stoked for uh, Ethan Blackadder. Mm. He's had a real good season. He deserved it. Again, I think Akira Ioane went missing for times in that final. I just need more consistency from him. 
Maybe. Shannon Frizzell was a guy I thought was injured too. No, you can play. Who starts at eight? Hoskins? You didn't play in the final, though. Well, I'm actually at um, your internet, so. Yeah, yeah who, who's your starting eight for the ABs? Uh, Hoskins. Yes, yeah, so he didn't. Satuti! Yeah, because I put Artie onto seven. Uh, came so he must be good to go, away. Who? Artie. I really like that. Yeah, he's a big Dalton. Yeah. yeah, and Dalton's pretty good too, yeah. I love that Islanders seven too. Christy. Uh, sorry, um, from the Crusaders, eh? Uh, yeah, he's Harman, good. Billy yeah, Harman, Harman. Yeah. He's good. Probably had a great time. Harman. Yeah. Any final thoughts on the All Black Squad fridge? How are they even playing? So <laughs> Australia? This, they play, yeah, the, yeah, this weekend, Māori's play Samoa, and then Māori Samoa go to Auckland oh, yeah. and play next week. They play um, Matiaki. And they, the Māori's and Samoa play at 4.30 on Saturday. They couldn't raise the All Blacks playing Tonga at Mount Smart next, next Saturday. Um, and then the All Blacks play Fiji. Uh, ah, Fiji. Consecutive weekends <laughs> after that. Is, is there no other All Black games this year? No, 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 no. So after that, they go into Rugby Championship, so they play Aussie. Argentina. Are you just looking for the camp details? Just <laughs> <laughs> where they're staying and if they're coming to Tony for a drink. <laughs> is it Argentina games? Rugby uh, championship, I've, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, proper. Oh, I've, I've, I've no, it's been outside. I'm just, yeah. The rugby championship. So. He's Maldives, bro. He's not. Yeah, he's nice. He's it's a manna. Mm. Um, a manna. Probably not my most confident uh, All Black squad that I've seen. Nah. Nah. But these guys always turn it on in this arena, so give them a chance, eh? Yeah. There's a, a few positions probably lacking a bit of depth. Like loose head prop, there's probably not an out and out loose head prop that is an obvious selection um, for me, um, which is going to be tricky. Midfield again with a couple injuries, but one where we're pretty strong as Lock, right? especially with mm. Brody back, and you got obviously Sam Whitelock's going to start. Um, and then you've got to pick out a base Brody? Scott Barrett, oh, Brody, and uh, Tupolotu as well. Mm. And there's also Tupo Bay that's been playing pretty well as well. So, pretty stacked at lock. Yeah. I mean, that squad there with, with two years of rugby under its belt, are you happy with that at Rugby World Cup 2023, Fridge? Yeah. 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 It won't be the squad. I think there's a couple more guys to come back and we'll see a drop off. But it's a good opportunity. Right Jerome, now to, to Jerome Kano coming back. Yeah, Kano, Dark Horse, <laughs> a lot of experience in mana. Miss him. Yep. Um, Good to see Luke Jacobson back. Mm. So he doesn't have another head knocker. Yeah. As long as we beat Aussie. Beat Aussies. It's going to be good to blend his look up, eh? Mm. They're, prob they're probably looking their lips at the moment. Like you know. You happy with that squad? Is World Cup in a couple of years? Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. Nice, nice balance here. I mean, um, you know, plenty of experience. Guys have been around the system, born the system, in the group for the last few years. And yeah, there's always going to be some new guys come through and knock on the door and yeah, get get um, get selected. And then and we've got to remember that Maori Orbex are obviously still at the moment as well. And there'll be guys out of there that'll be mm. pushing their cases while yeah. if um, any of the current crop fall over. So. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the halfbacks, we've got Sam Nock and Bryn Hall and 
and Kemp. Brent Hall's been knocking on that door for a long time. Um, you know, TJ's obviously not in the picture at the moment. Full got injured. So, um, you know, Brentley Christie's obviously stuck in ahead of Brent Hall, but he's a guy that I think would, uh, mm. would look out of shape or look out of place and uh, maybe Jersey. So, good competition with Swaps, yeah. And uh, what does everyone think about the, the captaincy appointment? No brainer, or did you think someone else maybe? No, pretty obvious, I thought. Is it, is it just a, a holding spot while yeah. Sam Kane gets back, or maybe they've got him in mind long term? No, I think soon as Sam Kane, Sam Kane is back, he'll be back in the captaincy mm. as well. Alrighty, bit of club chat now. Uh, we're at the business end of the season. Can everyone give me uh, sort of maybe three players, three, four players? That have impressed you this season? Any team? Huge. Uh, on the spot, I didn't do my homework. Um, oh, I, I've mentioned it before, but um, Alapati, Bucky this year. It's been a cornerstone of our um, four-pack. Like, if we didn't have Bucks this year, we were pretty screwed, to be fair. Mm. Um, he's played every, started every game. Um, played most minutes, and yeah, I think he's been, he's probably been his best year he's had at Patoni. Um, he's not getting any younger either, but um, he's doing the role. So he's been really impressive this year, eh? um, yeah. and it's and it's awesome that he um, gets to get his blazer next week as well. Don't jinx it. Nah, exactly. Yeah, but no, nah. but yeah, got to um, keep it tight. Bucky's been awesome. So like that, that's one. Um, go around and have a think about the others. Yeah, hope. Yeah. Did you do uh, your homework? Probably nah, didn't actually. But probably one of the um, people I've seen would be Mia. So like her leadership this year's been awesome. It's just cool to see her step up. So. And how she plays anyway, she's based, so yeah, I think she's done that some issue. Yeah, let's go one for it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll start with the ponies. Um, I've been I think I've seen definitely one game and parts of other games, but um I think I was gonna say Nia as well. I think been really impressed with um the way that she's grown. Um and even, you know, the extras, you know, they come down and on the Tuesday and Thursday as well and, and do some do some extras and stuff. She was phenomenal in that game that I watched against TBSP. We were pretty unlucky to go down that game on with I mean we you know we kinda um obviously went on about um the fact that around the scrums that day but um in terms of just yeah just around the around the field she was huge just committing defenders um multiple defenders at each time and it seems like she's just um considering that form throughout and obviously um speaking with you she might um look at a positional change which I, I think for someone of her with um just the hunger, the power, the strength, the carries, um, and the technique. She knows that she could be become a yeah, a pretty impressive um, yeah, front row. So that'd be cool. But um, but maybe a shout out to Davina actually, um, because Davina's had to come up against the likes of Asia, um, Monica, and some white and stuff. So, um, she seems to have not only held her own but um, been able to shut down those players, and that's mm-hmm. a really key position in the in the backline. Obviously, centre. I think probably. I've never played it, but um, and speaking to some people who played a position, probably one of the tougher places to defend. Um, and yeah. I, by the sounds of it, she's been really, um, been really strong for yeah. for the ponies this year. She so was really impressive in that first yeah. half on Saturday, like um, and probably the whole game. I didn't see second half, but she made quite a few covering tackles, uh, working hard to get back. So yeah, she's played really well. Is there a Malia um, pairing in the centres on defence? Done really well. Mali is quite young too, and she was not backing down from any of. She the, was putting on some hits in that yeah, first half. Like any of yeah. the experienced girls that we've, we've gone up against, they've both been done real good. Made big difference. Yeah. Refrigerator. Uh, I've got a couple of Colts guys. Uh, 
up next, but first I want to the um guess up Mace Dog or Mason. Yeah, the dog. Mate, he has <laughs> oh. oh. been awesome. And I've always known he he was gonna make an impact in that team too. Um just his work rate, pace, um just the way he attacks, he's in everything. Tackles well, he's got a huge heart as well, so uh, I'm excited to see what he can do over the next kind of couple of years. Um, given a bit more experience and time in that in that uh, Premier side, mm. he's, he's been awesome for the Premier this year. Moved to centre on the weekend as well. Yeah. Um, up against someone that's in the Wellington 15 um, next week and Stephen Barr, so and played well. I mean, not many guys can play wing, probably fullback, centre, and then seven as well. Yeah, it's pretty mad. Shout out to Mace Dog. Where would, where would you like to see Mace actually play, though? Because I feel like he plays in heaps of different positions. He would be... Right now, I, wing, wing wing is suitable for me. But if I wanted a, a, a real good attacking fullback in like a league-style fullback who looks to counter back, mate, I'd choose Mace back there. He's got a big boot as well. Not really a notable kicker, but... Mm. If you're looking in the attacking style um, team, then not a bad shout. Yeah. I mean, he's done a job out wide this mm. year. I still love him in the loose, though. Eh? Yeah. Just the speed and, and that, that motor he's got on the other. Yeah, other I mean, he's an outstanding out. open side. Um, really good open side. But then just how the need that we had this year in the Prems in terms mm. of a little bit thin on outside backs. Um, and he's filled the role. So, mm. yeah, credit's on but he wouldn't look out of place in the Premier Seven jersey either. At quarter point. And like, he's a mongrel as well. Mm. He's tough. <laughs> if you don't get much from him, will Hurrah. Nice. No, I'm going to throw out a guy that I've blown up a few times this year. Mm. Jimmy Winter. Jimbo. Mm. Man, yeah. Just great attitude this season. Had a few, you know, off-season stuff last year, but man, he's been awesome this year. Great in the line out, great around the field, and just a little bit of just the right amount of niggle this year. Like, not a doesn't detract from what the team's going to, but he's, you know, the heck amount of niggle. Yeah, the heck amount of niggle. Um, and of all the guys who have kind of got a little Prince cameo this year, a little first cap, I thought he might have been up there. So hopefully he hangs in there and gets a shot. Maybe next season or something, end of the year. He's one for me. Um, for the ponies, Livani is the obvious one. She's just. She's a beast, but I'll throw um, I'll throw the uh, the Northern Hemisphere Lucy in there. Every game oh, yeah. I've watched, okay. man, she gets around, does some work, hits the rocks, tackles, you know, not afraid to tackles play. players yeah. twice her size, and an incredible lineout forward, a real pest at that two spot. Yeah, I've been I've been impressed with her. Yeah. yeah, I've got a couple more. So um, one is Sam Tuniso, um, held that blue side. Sammy T. Yep. held that blue side together, um, yep. leads him, yeah, by example and, and by action and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, he's been, he's someone that's been, whenever caught upon, steps up for Prems or mm. whether it's for that blue team, um, good leader, good man. So, um, yeah, he's been impressive this year. And even when he gets on for the Prems, he makes an impact. Mm. Um, he's physical, very physical, um, keen to jump in anywhere, whether it be Locke and Lucy. So, no, good on Sammy. Real, yeah. real funny considering he started a wing mm. for the Colts. Yeah, exactly. Soft wing at that, my, my yeah. Oh, he's having a huge cheese, man. Yeah. Those those pre reserve blue guys, I'll follow him anywhere. Yeah. He's yeah. a beast, man. Yeah, and it'll be pretty easy. Like the blue team's had a pretty tough year, um, but he's someone that's sort of been there, stuck it out. So good on him. 
Might go well in the 2022 draft, old Sammy Tennessee. Mm, mm, really well. Um, the other one I'm going to throw out there is, again is um, Regan Wawai. Um, Riggs. Bit, yeah, of a, yeah, yeah. bit of a prim reserve store in the last few years, but he stepped up into that midfield for the prims. And again, another one that hasn't looked out of place. He's really stepped up, playing some awesome rugby as well. Had a bit of a... Um, yeah, bit of a dramatic injury against Johnsonville <laughs> when I thought he was out for the season, but then he continued to play on. Um, and took a wee while to come back from that with injury, which I think lingered for a bit. Um, but then now he's back to his uh, to top form again. So, Sniper. shout out to him. Yeah, well deserved, man. He must mm. be loving the season at the moment. Yeah. You uh, got any others uh, <laughs> at all? Hope no. Easy. Um, Yona Apiniru. Oh, oh Yona. Um, slowly. Slowly becoming a real club favourite yeah. on and off the field. Um, Yona is someone who obviously came with a massive reputation. I really feel for Yona because last year, um, you know, if not for COVID, he, he would have represented this country in the 20 level. I think he was definitely um, going to be one of the one of the first names on that team sheet. But in terms of here at club club level, I'm, I'm, I'm really sure that he would be first picked um, if available. Um, injuries sort of camp hampered him. A couple of times this year, especially we missed him on Saturday. It was clear um, out of polo ground he would have been huge for us. But um, yeah, just a, a guy who, um, you know, for a big body, he's just he just knows how to knows how to carry that throws weight around, and, and he's yeah, he's huge for us in terms of um, you know when when we need to yeah kind of um, set a bit of a tone um, whether it be on D or, or with the ball in hand. So yeah, like I said, he would have been instrumental for us on, on Saturday just gone, but hopefully we'll. Um, he will get a bit for the last couple of games. So, you know, for me, and then, yeah, but, but also just um, off the field as well. As Bridge knows he's, um, yes, got some hidden um, hidden talents, or Yona, um, old soul when it comes to music, which is yeah. pretty cool. So, yeah, that's, um, that always sort of ticks a few boxes. So, yeah. Big Clippers fan too, uh, Yona, so we'll be happy at the moment. Yeah. yeah, look, he, um, on, Saturday, on Saturday after the game, obviously the boys were in the change room and sort of working their way to the showers and having a drink and stuff. It was pretty somber in there, but Yona was um Yona was on his phone um following that Clippers game and he was kind of giggling and, and kind of giving the old fist pump and we were kind of wondering what was going on because everyone was having a bit of a cry and here he was with him, um in a pretty jovial mood and we found out it was because the Clippers were, were fine. So. Yeah, I was watching um the Clippers uh on his phone uh, pre paraplim just before they were about to run out onto the field. <laughs> <laughs> Not a word of a lie, so yeah. It's a joke, surely. <laughs> yeah. uh, last couple of players I want to mention were just out of the Ford pack for the, the Colts boys having big seasons. Uh, Jake Beaumont uh, having a big season. Um, and Bradley Pritchard, mm. just huge games at the moment. Big bad Brad. Yeah. Mm. Shout out to those lads. Mm. Had a couple more too. Um, haven't, uh, haven't mentioned him a lot this year. I'm Mike Trigaskis. Oh. Mm. Having another awesome season for that. For the whites, you uh showered with him this year, <laughs> yes. After the when he didn't play, he had a shower, <laughs> yeah. yeah. On this so it was a Saturday night. No, there was one time I did play too and had a shower with him. It felt, <laughs> it felt right after I played. I can't remember what game it was, um, yeah. Um, Iron Mike and um, the creep, Sean mm. Marnie. Oh, big Sean Marnie, still got it, yeah. He's playing well, and I think he might be another one of those guys who might sneak into the uh, the blues come finals time. Is we gonna we gonna chime in then? <laughs> What's the uh, rules there with them swapping teams? 
Well, it's the same finals. grade, so I can't see any issues. I'm going to have to play a couple games this week, except in the finals. Yeah, you oh, do you think it's it. a three-game rule? Yeah. But they're not going up or down, though. It's the same grade. Nah, check that. Ooh, double check that. What's the Colts final? Is similar? What's the finals format for Colts? No, just semis and final. Okay. I finished the week earlier. It's not in the finals day. Oh, though, really? Which is a shame. Yeah. yeah, that is a shame. And same rules. So you the had union. to have played three games for the Colts to the qualify? Uh, yeah. Mm. yeah. Alrighty. Um, in the news the other night, the, uh, the concussion topic came up again. Um, featured uh, former All Black, All Black uh, Jeff Old, three tests, fourteen matches. Um, can't really remember any of them. Um, and then research coming out of the USA um, reckoned kids shouldn't be playing contact before fourteen. Do you think we should put a maybe under fifteen start contact rugby football? What do you think, Bridge? Is that what the science is saying? Science is saying, yeah, the brains probably should. Start taking some contact around 14, 15. Not often they're not, not wrong. I don't know. There's enough research there for say, I don't know. What's more important? Kids' development in sport, um, participation in sport, or their long term well being? I'm not sure. I'm the one to answer that. Yeah, it's a tricky one. Um, You'd hope with anything like that, that it would be a, a world rugby directive as opposed to each individual nation calling it because all the nations are individually not going to want to do it unless everyone else is because there'll be a massive disadvantage in terms of playability come that age. Yeah, but what do you reckon world rugby's directive around reducing contact would be? What, what's the flow-on effect from, from we, that and the product for them? We're already seeing flag touch go yeah. a lot later. I mean, wouldn't that yeah. Yeah, so I, I agree. Like, I think it's, I mean, as Fridgey said, if the research into it, that, um, yeah, I mean, obviously, there's going to be long-term effects. It's, it's the brain that you want to look after, which is fair enough. But um, I think you'll find that, yeah, it's going to be tricky to implement that because some teams are going to get a head start if they just say, no, we're going to play contact what now, and they go into under-8s. I want to know, how, from like, how many cases, case studies they have? Yeah. Oh, it's from brains now. They've got a brain bank. In the states, they they take cross sections and stuff from skin. Yeah, but that's different. NFL, yeah. We tackle. I mean, still heavy contact, and same in the NRL. They've changed up a little bit, but we've got a bit more technique than they do over there. Not saying it's it's much different, but it might affect the. Well, gridiron. They're taught to tackle with your head. Yeah. yeah. Like you literally lead with your head, head, head into head, head onto head. It's it's. And I think wearing helmets is protecting them, but it's actually making it a lot worse. Yeah. Same as headgear as rugby. People wear headgears because they think it protects their head, but it actually yeah. makes it mm. worse the effect of it as well. Yeah. Like, like what's the cutoff for us? Like how many players have to have um, concussion type issues when they're older for us to say, look, there's an issue here? Mm. Or is there well, I think we're at that point now. Yeah. A lot of guys in their 50s have dementia and stuff now. Yeah. But again, you yeah. have to take that with a grain of salt. They're playing different footy back then. You saw yeah. that tackle. You tackle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see that one? Yeah. Don't forget in speed. Picked yeah. up dump and then he got penalised for playing the ball the wrong <laughs> yeah, way. Exactly. He was in dream world. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to make excuses for it. 
No, but a lot's changed now. Oh, a lot's changed, and things do change. Like back in the day, people like they've got photos of Tour de France cyclists having a smoke as mm. they mm. run along their bike because they were told that it opens up the airways and your mm. lungs and allows you to bike further mm. and stuff like that. So obviously, you're learning there now. And now we realise, yeah, now just repetitive inject, head cuts. Now inject to, your blood from the day before. Yeah. yeah, and you don't have to have like out and out knocked out concussions to get it. It's all this. I mean, same as football, they've um, banned the hitters in younger grades because. Mm. The repetitive hitters were having an effect on the brain, so yeah, you learn stuff, and you've got to, and you've got to take it on board because you don't yeah. want people bloody having symptoms or anything later on in life. But yeah, I think you've got to learn from it, so I definitely got to make an impact on what, yeah, yeah on what the decisions are going forward for rugby. I, I wouldn't mind knowing what the local sciences or, or the New Zealand studies uh, have been of late, because there's heaps of variables. Well, that that's um, the the New Zealand kind of wing of this research is asking for brains from other players when they pass away so they can do this sort of stuff. Yeah, they ask them to donate to science. I know yeah. um, James Graham from NRL, um, he's given permission for his yeah. brain to be donated. I'd be happy to give him a brain up. Yeah. I'm not using it. Would you give your yeah. brain up, Bridge? I don't know. It depends how they get it out. <laughs> Was it just a clean slice around? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, yeah. You'd only need some tweezers for your brain when you're fresh. <laughs> don't, don't think they'd find much in my brain, yeah. I don't know. Interesting uh, topic. I wouldn't mind doing a bit of research around um, it. Remind me, and I'll do a bit of research and see if I can present some findings next week. Yeah, interesting stuff. The, the, the thing about that, though, I guess, sorry, I'll rent it on a bit, but um, about the 14 thing is the, the, the positive I see from that is that and I've witnessed it from coaching junior rugby is that the head knocks aren't monitored as much there. So kids get head knocks and it's, yeah, some coaches you see there's a head knock and you're thinking, and they'll say, no, get up, you'll be right to push on sort of thing. It's pretty dangerous. So because there's a less monitoring, there's probably more of a risk at that age grade as well for people to pay on once they get a head knock. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not a bad idea, but, you know, you're going to get these guys coming out saying, oh, you know, it's gone soft and stuff like that. But because you know more now, it's you can make more... Um, sort of better decisions, I guess. I just think for the long-term survival of the game, I think maybe we need that that longer period playing touch or flag football. You know, we're losing a lot of juniors now because of the contact. They can stay in the game a bit longer before they... And it's good now they've got an option to play the contact, mm, yeah. uh, rip, tackle and, and flag still. Yeah. Hmm. We're thinking about. Um, bit of a howler in the, in the American... Um, sports news, rugby sports news. They've um, they've thrown in uh, what have they said? <laughs> Tom Youngs, Leicester Tiger, prostitute charged by rugby football union after Bristol incident. So some American sports writers thrown in. Uh, he's seen hooker and thrown in prostitute. <laughs> so he's had a shocker. Let's look to the week ahead. Huge one for you is out at Evans Bay. Yours, please. Yeah, this um, this fixtures. Yeah, I've probably had a circle around it for a mm. a, a, a while now. Um, for for a number of different reasons. I mean, the main reason really is, is obviously it's it's two clubs that have a, a massive um, rivalry and and probably the two uh, most dominant clubs in the last forty years, even even since. Paris and Pat's been around, so always a 
always a, a favorite in the rugby calendar um and just yeah a lot more a lot more riding on it for us probably um also than in, in the speed going on to the weekend we actually have to see um what sort of lineups um both teams will come up with um and obviously we've got under 20 drips um in amongst both teams so they won't have Adam Morgan who's been really instrumental for them mm. um and they've, they've had a bit of a um I guess a, a bit of a um rotation policy around Adam Morgan Jimmy Proctor and Andrew Wells and that sort of 10 15 um position so obviously without Adam they'll run the other two there probably and obviously we don't have the services of Peter and Wiley so um yeah look we're we're um put a bit of put a heat on us to try and get a result out there it's not going to be easy at all um having to head out to these suburbs for um, the second consecutive week so um yeah hopefully our boys will go out there and we'll um yeah you love that we'll Sutherland townies yeah yeah I know yeah obviously being so close to um the harbour there which um is, uh, is always a challenge but yeah look we've, we've got to get out we've all got to start strong and then um you yeah, we're definitely without uh Zeke Sopana this week he's unavailable so which is unfortunate so um yeah he um we'll, yeah we're again in that prop position we're with him um, we got some um, you guys going to step up. Nice. Guys going to step up there, but yeah, no, we look forward to it. Um, so hopefully we'll go out there and um, give the Catholics a, a good run. Bill Avery Memorial will be on the on the line. So we um, yeah we managed to win win that last year on the back of um, from memory salvo moving from seven to eight, mm-hmm. and he was instrumental for us in mm-hmm. the last sort of twenty minutes when we camped ourselves um, down the end of the half or in the field. So yeah, I, I think it'll be close again this year. Hopefully we'll, we'll get the rugby green. Uh, hope weekend off and can you give us a tip for the uh, the women's final uh, yeah um, is it getting paid at the stadium is apparently yeah I don't know if that was a question yeah. um, it's getting raised to summer yeah, yeah. awesome yeah. um, Norse upset in the uh, second round yeah I can't imagine they'll let that happen again nah so I'll probably get worries okay Nice. Speaking of the stadium, I'm um, talking to groundsman P.T. Partridge on the weekend and he apparently made inquiries about the Tony White team <laughs> playing, playing yeah, the game there, which is pretty good, but he got turned down. It's <laughs> oh, nice. you got to ask the question. Sometimes yeah, oh, you just got to ask, ask sometimes. You never know. Yeah. That's not bad. The Whites have uh, the Stokes. It's in Batonia, though. Down in Trevor, Delaney. Um, they're a good team, that Stokes, so they'll need a, a big effort to overcome the Rhinos. Um, and the blue team travel to Fraser to take on the Wolfpack. Wolfpack. <laughs> and now uh, they'll be looking for another one that'll be five on the trot. Won't hey, the X Men got up against the Wolves. Yeah, uh, last week. Yeah. yeah, big year, real big year for the Wolf. Uh, on them, the X Men at Fraser too. Yeah, that's huge mm-hmm. in there. One hundred fifty year. Uh, and the Colts. Huge game. Huge. Huge. Head up to Nianville. Ooh. Mm. Sinkage factor. Think of the sinkage at the moment, could too. Be massive Juice. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Gonna stay close to the bathroom out there. Easy. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, head, head out to uh, OBU, uh, Nianville. Uh, big game out there against the current champs of uh Fultz grade it's rumors of them being uh under undermanned and stuff with uh university holidays on at the moment but uh definitely going to go out there and uh prep to play a hard team 
try beating them up through the middles and all that jazz. But um, yeah, boys really want to get up and kind of uh, finish our second round strong, uh, leading into hopefully uh, some semis. And yeah, boys are hissing. Can't wait to get out there and do some mahi, play some, um, play some more rugby. Apparently, the game drivers really good against Ori's putting you in the right positions on the park. That'll be crucial again Saturday. Yeah, playing a good, a good mix of kind of running running footy and, and territory. Um, both Rory and uh, Teach uh, are just seeing things really well at the moment. Um, even from inside our kind of 22, not not afraid to try a few things that we got got mm. going on as well. Uh, cheeky grubber and um, chips here and there. We've done two on Saturday and scored from both of them, which is pretty awesome. So, real cheeky. Not a high percentage play. Ballsy, um, but got a well bit. You have the services of TJ Saturday, maybe? or At the moment, yep. yep. Uh, our game has been moved to 12.30, so uh, there could it be, I think it could be about four or five Colts mm-hmm. getting straight to the Prems game afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a real uh, injury uh, concerns at the moment across the club. Yeah. I think maybe next week, We'll make a list of all the guys who have been injured this year, because yeah. it'd be huge. Anyway, Swindale round. Give me a give me a winner and a and a margin. Wolfpack versus the Wolfpack. Yeah, Battle of the Wolves at the Wolves then. Tower Wolfpack thirteen plus. Yeah, poor old Avalanche. Tough old season. Hope. Wolfpack or the Wolfpack? Yeah, uh, the Wolfpack. Yeah, nice. Yeah. His? It's our Wolfpack, 30 plus. 30 plus? 30. Yeah. I think it might be 40. Mm. Fridge? Yeah, uh, have, have they picked up any uh, academy <laughs> academy players yet? No, but they got two All Blacks. Yeah. Oh, it could be close. Could be close. Uh, Tower, oh, 30 plus. Hawks Hobham? It's the Eagle battle, Hawks versus Eagles yeah. at Halston. Huge. Uh, yeah, Hobham, 13 plus. Don't sleep on Javel. Oh, yeah, Hobham. Yeah, Hobham for me. Yeah. Look, I'm going to go the upset and go Javel. Hopefully, it'd be good for us. Yeah, it'd be yeah. good. You get up the Hawks, but I think it's, I think it's Hobham by a 10, I reckon. Um, the main game of the weekend. Tony VM is out at Evans Bay, huge. Tony. 13 plus. Nah, close one. Close one? Yeah. Hope. Tough. Um, who's kicking this week? Nah, jokes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Kidding, I got the Tony. <laughs> she's probably not wrong. <laughs> yeah, she's not. Uh, Tony by one. Ooh. Oh, don't do that to my heart. Again. Um, I'm going to go Tony by 10 and a couple of cuts. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, OBU and Uni Holidays v. Ori's. A resurgent Ori's side. Huge. Yeah, Ori's, Ori's good. Obviously played good last week, um, but had a couple of injuries as well in mm. their game, so I'm going to say OBU. Um Saying that, OBU got pushed by Apart. I think they only won last minute as well, didn't they? Yeah. So, be a close game. Um, OBU just so. 
Except the Inval too, you're the curtain raiser for a Colts. Oh, it's going to be really boggy for them by then. Oh, yeah. After a Colts game, Jeez. it's going to be a mud bath. Wouldn't mind a cheap transfer there. Which may may even that out, actually, for Warriors. Mm. Might be working Warriors' favour. Caleb Delaney has actually been called into Māori orbits. Uh, oh, really? This week is cool. a bit of injury cover. Um, so yeah, breaking news. If he plays... <laughs> If he plays for OBU, then yeah, I'll go. I'll go OBU. But if he doesn't, then I think it's going to be a tight one over there. But he yeah, hopefully the shooting's here. Jacob Norris caught on as well. Yeah, Jacob Norris yeah. caught that. Who that? He's uh, <laughs> Ollie Norris's older brother. Oh, Ollie yeah. Norris, the Waikato prop. Uh, Norris boys went through St Peter's Cambridge. Jacob's a year older. Did he play super? Um, no, he plays for Tevin. Oh. Yeah. So, mate, how good is that knowledge? Yeah, we, um, off the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, um, yeah, few, we didn't camp. few injuries with, uh, <laughs> with, with Lucy. So I actually, I, it, it's really cool because Ollie Norris, um, made the squad. Um, so he's, uh, first time into the Māori All Blacks. And then Jacob was called in as injury cover. So the two brothers are there. Wow. Um, they both, uh, both played through St. Peter's Cambridge together. And then Jacob finished school and went to Waikato, had a year with the academy there. Ollie was still at school. And then Ollie followed him into Waikato, but by that stage, Jacob had moved to Tasman. So they haven't played with each other since they were 16. Um, so it's been six years. Yeah. So, yeah, nice wee, uh, wee story for this week. Yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> OBU Ori's fridge, what do you reckon? Yeah, look, uh, MSB Pisani, OBU Ori's, two, two of the biggest games of the round there. Huge. Huge. Um, we fear we probably want OBU to win that as well, so we can try and leapfrog Warriors. Don't like either, either of these teams, to be honest. So, I'm gonna go draw. Eight all draw, you reckon, Fridge? Yeah, same like that. Uh, the Street Crids try to share the Rams at Kilburnie Park. Huge. I'm going to Rams. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Had a good good showing last week and been going all right this year. So yeah, going the Rams. What's the weather doing this Saturday? Another shocker? Shocker. Nah, I think it's meant to dry up these next few days and then a bit of rain on Saturday, but not heavy. I yeah, think. get up the Rams. Hope. Yeah, I'll go the Rams. I don't know, did Pornicky win last week? Not doing too good, are they? I don't no, think they've won all year. Yeah, they won one. Yeah, I'll go the Rams as well. Out of Kilburnie Park. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to ram them. <laughs> Paraplum Wainui Game of the week At Nautitao If Wainui win this They might jump us Maybe Nah because we're going to win as well. We're going to win yeah um, Yeah nah, Wainui going to win this um, Talking to Dan Frani He's pretty confident Starting? With, with that. Oh, I don't know I think he might have a rest this week I don't know if he can do two weeks in a row mm. Probably a week He could probably have a week off as well Yeah Hope Wainui or Paraplum? Nadi to one. Two forty five PM. Light Southerly. Safe. Huge. Is Yeah, I think this is for the Justin Wilson trophy, maybe. I think Wainui yeah, Wainui get up for this one. Mm. I think it'll be closer. Fridge. Mm. Yeah, I, I think if um Justin can give a real good half time spray. We might get up, but um, now nah, one looking good. Mike Lilavata still playing. Johnny Monu, 
Marv's injured at the moment. But yeah. Same old guys just keep playing, eh? The little few boys are both playing. Wally Mai. Yeah, Wally. Friday. The mommy is. Thing, like, they keep coming back every year, yeah. which is good service to the club now. We're giving props to that. Um, Omasa, about 20. That's all I give them. Yeah. Uh, and in the main game, in the 150th year, the X-Men take on the Norths at home. Tell you what, on the back of last week, they'll be looking at losing by about 30 here. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. I love you guys, man. Jeez. Maybe we'll just leave that one there. Sorry, jump. Did you forget jump to mention, though, that TJ's been playing for Norths? Ooh, true. PS5. Oh, yeah? Where was he? was a difference on uh, Saturday when they beat Tawa. Um, just as kicking, yeah, positional kicking and field position was quite crucial. So he played well. By Philly Lavave as well, playing at lock. Um, oh, yeah. A good shift, yeah. Jeez. How good, though, playing against him, eh? Imagine Cam against him. <laughs> <laughs> was that Lavave's first game back? No, nah, he's had a few. Um, come off the bench for a couple, then last week I think he wore the six jersey to honour because it was that Joe Collins round. Then played lock on the on the weekend. Come on, black dog. Yeah. Not in my brain. <laughs> put put the saddle on. Come on. You see your training back off. Uh, that kind of brings us to an end. We'll fly around. Final thoughts. Fridge. Gee, not bad. Not on duty. You good? Um We've been needing to get the pods a bit shorter. I don't think it was shorter. I oh, think it just started, started earlier. Yeah. <laughs> that betting corner was real, really long. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, nothing for me. Again, good luck to all our teams out there. Um, yeah, get out, support them. That'd be me, yeah. Have a good uh, week, everyone. Can't keep that. Yes. Yeah, not too much else to add. Yeah, hopefully um, Thursday we'll... Uh, Give us the opportunity to get out and train on the on the field. We'll see how we go. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, hopefully, um, yeah, the Colts are on a roll, uh, which is awesome. Um, obviously, the Pony season's wrapped up, um, but obviously, the yeah, the reserve teams have got some uh, tough songs on the weekend, and especially the Premier team. So yeah, hopefully, um, injury is not going to um, cause too much havoc for our twenty twos that run out on the weekend. So yeah, hopefully, um, hopefully, the Colts will get a result out of some. And then, yeah, that'll flow through to the other senior team, including the premier team out of Evans Bay. So, um, yeah, good luck to, uh, to everyone and get out to Evans Bay if you can to get behind the boys. Cheers. Nice. Cheers, yes, and good luck with your uh, Māori All Blacks prep. Hope. Yeah, actually, if you're a little bit early to the uh, MSP Prems game, um, just go around the corner to a- uh, ASB and we're playing handball at 2.15. If anyone oh, yeah. wants a cheeky look. 2.15. Sunday. Saturday. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's about it. Some team bonding this weekend. What was Sunday game? This week's a Saturday game. This is the only one I think. But yeah, otherwise watch it online. Huge. Yeah, now looking forward to another round of club rugby and also the return of international rugby as well. So the interesting watch the uh, Maldives and Samoans on the weekend and then pushing on to next week with... Uh, Hopefully, see Mutt's turn out for Tonga. Yeah. Against the ABs, which would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, it'll be awesome. Just, you know, it'll be tough for Tonga. Um, but it'll be just cool just to see him get a chance to play against him. Mm. You know, not every day you get to play against the All Blacks. 
I have, but yeah, in the story. Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, it's good. So yeah, look forward to club. Uh, big week for the village. Yeah, best of luck, Matza. Mm. Go hard. Um, the only other thing I've got to mention is um, that we're for all you skinny villagers out there. We've entered a team into the uh, under eighty-five kg national club cup. So, all you guys who are floating around that eighty kg mark. We're going to need you 7th of August, taking on the Little Shriek Kids. That'll be to be determined, but if we get a win there, we might get a little little trip somewhere up the country. There's post-club finals. Yeah, yeah. So players can... Any, yeah, everyone, any, any everyone player play. from the club who's under 85. Um, some of the Prem guys have mentioned there, they're keen. Yeah, Camprera, the, the Brookings. Ben Brookings, yeah, yeah. They're, they're keen. Uh, a lot of the Colts guys are pretty keen. It'll just be a bit of fun yeah. um, after the party at my place. I'll supply the cokes. The <laughs> You'll supply the what? <laughs> the cokes. The lemonades. But no, if you if you yeah, if you're floating under that under eighty five kg mark, um, I'll be in touch with you next couple of weeks after your uh Who's coaching that one here? With uh, Khan Green's put his hand up. He he wants to be the backs coach. Um, Yappa wants to just assistant manage, look after the boys. Um, Hoke Hakopa is one of the assistant managers as well. Um, so yeah, really good, really good coaching unit, management crew. Um, I think I think I think they're negotiating with Waz after the Colts' success. He's had the last three weeks. The, I, think, I think they're after Waz. Yeah, but, New Bellamy. But no, that's just something fun to, to look forward to um, after the the regular season. Um, so yeah, any other bits anyone wants to chime in with? That's us. Thanks for listening, team. See you next week. It's soon be done. It's soon be done. We are Patoni Rugby. We are Patoni Rugby. When the whistle blows. When the whistle blows. You know it's blue and white time. You know it's blue and white time. I'm gonna stand with the village beside me. Play for. Play for the ones who win before me. Can't stop. Can't stop Patoni Rugby. We're blue and white until we die.